Yeah. Oh, there we go. That should do it. And let me kill the echo. That should do that. Okay, we're good. Hey, all right. Welcome to the Tuesday show, where Boner's Weenus says, grow up, David. <laughs> nice work. It's literally in our chat right now. In our now. chat. Anyway, you're James Chen. How's everybody going? Yep, that's correct. Uh, we're going to be talking about these various topics. We're going to be talking about E3, Undefeated, Slash Red Bull Conquest, other things happen too, E-League and so forth. Uh, we're going to be talking about a 50-50 matchup thing, you know, where we argue against each other. We'll talk about or Sonic agree Fox against each or other. Agree. Yeah, we'll yeah. Uh-huh. Talk about it's Sonic just... Fox versus Zero and other stuff. We'll talk about the Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle DLC and so forth. Yep. Uh, yep. First of all, I just want to apologize to the entire world about having concentration camps in our country. Uh, that's <laughs> that's really tough news. Uh, while I was driving here, uh, uh. It, it came out that uh, there are at least three detention centers for what they're calling tender age children. Yeah, which means babies. Literally, it's babies. Um, I don't know that I can talk about this subject for too much without uh, really getting mad. Um, so... Hey, but hard, you know what? for me to... But you know what? Ignore it, We're going to be safe from alien invasion. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I want to I wanna say that this is n- not American, but it is. It's... We've had this nice little window of several decades of relative tolerance um, after a century of slavery and then another century of Jim Crow and Japanese internment and Chinese exclusion and all sorts of stuff. Uh, and so it feels like many of, to many of us that this is new, but it's not. It's the whole history of the country um, of, of treating people that we deem as the other terribly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, that's still happening. So um, I, you know, I'd love to say that it's not my country, but it is, and that's something that we need to change, but in the meantime, there's a big chunk of the country that is not just cool with it, but they enthusiastically support it. I mean, that's kind of the whole narrative, right, is that there is this kind of sentiment that our country has always done good things and right. I mean, that's where the whole great again thing comes from, right? But it's yeah. really just a history of... Well, by great again, they specifically are talking about the time when mm-hmm, this kind of stuff mm-hmm. could happen. Exactly. There's no bones about exactly. it. Um, concentration camps in the very literal meaning of, of the term. Uh, it, there, you're, that term had a literal meaning before. It just meant Nazi death camps. Uh, and this is that. Concentration camps are something that came about towards the end of the 1800s, beginning of the 1900s. It's a camp it where you concentrate in, a bunch of people exactly. into. Exactly. <laughs> happened in South Africa and it happened in Cuba, and we were some of the originators of it uh, in, in Cuba. Mm-hmm. So um, it's got a long history, Oops. and we're still doing it. So. Yep. Uh, like I said, I, I just can't talk about it for that long without uh, really going off the deep end about it. So, um, But I couldn't not talk about it mm-hmm. it's they have camps for babies um so anyway let's get back to e3 and talk about video games, <laughs> video and we'll games see if i can do that stuff, yeah uh. <laughs> uh, just letting everybody know um you know that uh we do have the air conditioner on down here but since we switched to lapel mics i think uh it doesn't affect the noise as much so let us know in the chat if it's actually 
pretty decent for you guys if you can hear anything or not, but it is pretty warm nowadays, so. Yeah, go. it'd be nice to have it on, that's for sure. Yes. Uh, anyway, so last week we went to E3. We were both there. You were there all three days? All three days. That's a all lot. All three days, and so I got to check out quite a bit, although, to be honest, I didn't get to do too much. I, we talked about a bunch of it on last Tuesday because I had been there for a day. I right. talked about Mega Man, et cetera, et cetera. I did get a chance to try a bunch of other stuff, uh, outside of that later on so um i don't know from your perspective since you hadn't got a chance to talk yeah. about it at all what did you think? i hadn't been there at that point i was there only on thursday mm -hmm. uh so from an fgc perspective it wasn't the most impactful e3 at least mm -hmm. among like sort of traditional fighters uh smash is obviously gigantic news but um you know there's no like sort of other new major game that's about mm -hmm. i did get a chance to play soul caliber for a while and I talked with Bibulus about it, who's a longtime Soul Calibur player, commentator, mm -hmm. and so forth. And he was really happy about the state of the game. Okay. Really stoked for it. Uh, we talked with Beautiful Dude, who somehow won the tournament that they had for Soul Calibur. <laughs> uh, that's pretty remarkable. This guy, dude, he's a talented I, you know, guy. He's, he's a talented, talented guy. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely uh -huh. right. Uh, and it seemed really fun. Uh, I, I played Jump Force. I didn't, okay, I didn't okay, know. Okay, yeah, right, yeah, so Bandai uh, has uh, a new game with yeah, the all the anime Naruto, titles. Naruto. <laughs> Naruto. Yeah. All right, I'm stopping. <laughs> you should probably stop. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know the characters that well either. Yeah. So anyway, I tried it, like sort of wondering whether it's supposed to be competitive or not, and I came away thinking that it seemed like a fun and kind of pretty game, but that it's not supposed to be competitive. Yeah, it feels that's, that's like the new... Variant of Linux, right? It's no root no two, <laughs> no root two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cinnamon on that guy. I mean, it's funny because a lot of people were telling me they actually didn't like the way the game looked. Oh, really? A lot of people were actually telling me that they thought the game looked kind of ugly. But oh. you know, so I guess there's kind of like two different sides of it. So. It wasn't the prettiest game I've ever played, but I thought it like kind of looked cool, I guess. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so for example, with respect to not being competitive. You have assists, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. all. And I just found a way to knock the opponent down, call assist as a meaty, and then also do a meaty grab. And I guess grabs are maybe like coded as just unblockable attacks rather than oh, throws. Yeah, so okay. you can just do knockdown, call assist, uh, meaty, unblockable, mm -hmm. knockdown, call assist, meaty, unblockable, and it was just a loop. I mean, uh, Bandai Namco also had the My Hero arena fighting game as well if i'm not mistaken yes although i yeah. didn't try it okay yeah so i, I didn't can't get a talk about it, it unfortunately i didn't get a chance to do anything with it either but it seems like a couple and I, I saw more people more excited for my hero okay i don't know if that has anything to do with the fact that they're bigger fans of my hero academia or, I no or what i'm not even sure i got the name of the anime correctly I, don't ask me buddy <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry i'm uh, trying so i tried i tried that um uh, I was there for Street Fighter V when they had the exhibition yes. that you commentated, uh -huh, uh -huh. which was Kenny Omega and Pals versus uh, Xavier Woods, etc. And I, I, I got to tell you, I really enjoyed it. Dude, I thought I, it was a blast. It was dude, just like a blast to be in the crowd. Like the crowd was chanting and cheering, yeah. and they, they were really into it. it was I really almost cool. kind of want to. Maybe we should add that to like the topic of fifty fifties. Do we need more of this kind of thing in the FCC? Sure. Okay, we'll, we'll throw that in there. My answer is sure. If we, yeah. to, <laughs> if we have time, but honestly, I had a blast doing that. That thing was great, and yeah. you know. Um, I was reading like comments because up, up, down, down, uh, Xavier Wood. I'm sorry, 
Someone pointed out that I've been pronouncing Xavier Woods. Is that really how it's supposed yeah, to be Yeah, it's not supposed to be Xavier Woods. It's Xavier Woods, so I guess I was mispronouncing it the whole time. I didn't know but, that. But, you know, their their channel, their YouTube channel is up, up, down, down, right? And that's where they stream. It was streamed on there. They said it had, like, 40K viewers on Dang, there. Okay. Where the Capcom Fighter stream had, like, 10K viewers, All right. right? So, but, like... Uh, I, I, I went to the YouTube and saw the video up there. Some people like, re- like were actually they really enjoyed me and Yipes' commentary. However, nice. we did talk over the wrestler sometimes, so sometimes there were, some people were mad about that. But right. I saw some people even like writing like these guys are better than the actual commentators. For I was like, yeah, there you go. How did so. you? Guys, I haven't listened to the thing. How did you treat it? Did you treat it as like a kind of wrestling show, or were you commentating it for real? We were trying to. I was trying to do. We were kind of doing a half and half. Okay. Like we were trying to do that, but a lot of times. Things would happen, and like, for example, when Tasty Steve got super kicked by one of the Jackson boys, yeah. right? You know, on stream, yeah. I was just like, "You can't do that. That's good. You can't do that. He's one of us." You yeah. know, and started getting mad, and I was like, "No, Kenny Omega deserves to lose. Like, it's all like Austin Creed has okay. to win now." So I started rooting for him. And what, stuff what was like Jackson doing? Was he like taking the other side? He or? was. He was just kind of laughing about okay. things and joking okay. around, and then even like at one point in time, as Yipes always does, he's broke into some Spanish commentary. Right. And I was like, no, no, you got to stop the Spanish commentary, otherwise we're going to get our table destroyed. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I was, you know, making good wrestling references okay. here. I was happy. So. Okay. But it was, it was fun. Like, we were definitely doing that. Like, at first I was, like, complaining about, like, this person's cheating and that, yeah. you know? So I was trying to ham it up a little bit. Good. So that's I, what I think you should I do. I think it was fun. It was fun. So The, the yeah. one time that I had a chance to do that kind of thing was at CEO a couple of years ago mm-hmm. when they also had an exhibition match yeah, there, yeah, the, yeah. the two uh-huh, same guys. Uh-huh. And I don't know much about wrestling, and I think I was commentating with Mike Ross, who also doesn't know that much <laughs> about wrestling. So we were like a little hesitant going into it, but, but yeah, we just kind of hammed it up, and it was really fun. Mm-hmm, I don't, mm-hmm. I never listened to it back, right. to be honest, but it was really mm-hmm. fun to do. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was great. Yeah. Like, I would love to see more of that kind of thing. It was, it was a good way to bring people in. Like, as I, as I was in the crowd, it's standing room only uh-huh, in that uh-huh. crowd, and there wasn't a ton of space. So, you know, the ushers were constantly like, hey, everybody pack in, yeah, they were constantly yeah, yeah, packing us uh-huh. in. And, and there were many people who I heard come up behind me or next to me saying like, hey, what game are they playing? What's going on? And, they, and then they just stood and watched, nice, and they were like yeah. into it. Uh-huh. You know, so it, it really did bring people over and, and have them pay attention to it. See, and those guys, Xavier, Xavier Woods, Austin Creed, I should say, Austin Creed, and um, and Kenny Omega, those guys, they know how to put on a show. I mean, they're hilarious. They're you know? so good at that. Like I watch it, and I'm just like, man, this is too good. Yeah, they it's were hilarious. So good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like I'm particularly impressed at uh, at how well uh, Austin did making it seem like he should lose to Kenny. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you know how he's way better than Kenny Omega at Street Fighter? No, 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 no. <laughs> Kenny Omega's. <laughs> Wait. Fine, all right. Fine. Okay. The real the real story is that is that Kenny Omega is way better at Street yeah, Fighter. Yeah, okay, okay. Than I was uh, halfway through saying what I was saying, I was like, oh, okay, wait, no, he's not. Okay, I thought you got him confused or something. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. But I mean, to, you know, Austin definitely did know some stuff. It wasn't like he was like completely oh, yeah, new. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, but uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm like su- I'm super impressed at how well Kenny made it seem like it should be close. Not just that it was close <laughs> or that he like died in stupid moments. Like he always took advantage of like a clear mistake from Austin. Uh-huh, he always uh-huh. took advantage of it. So it wasn't like clearly 
a throw. Right. Yeah, 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 but uh-huh. nevertheless, he like went down to the final game, final mm-hmm. round, I think even. So and and I will, really I will tell you guys also that those peppers were definitely real, and they okay. were definitely suffering. <laughs> yeah, because. <laughs> I'll just say this much. It didn't go exactly <laughs> as expected. Okay. Let's put it that way. They were suffering really badly. So they were not just putting they were not just eating like yeah. funky looking tomatoes, okay? Yeah. Like that, they they were legit suffering, so Dang. Oh man. It was pretty damn funny, so I mean, Kenny Omega, he's not even really an Alex main anymore. He's actually, a, he plays a lot of Abigail now. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I've actually, I actually got a chance to sit down with him yeah. before this whole thing in kind of like the planning thing a few weeks ago. Now I can probably talk about it. Okay. Like, oh, yeah? yeah uh, a few weeks ago you guys yeah, were playing? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, So I, I actually know. got to play against his Abigail and stuff like that, and it was actually pretty good. And he's a okay. really, really solid Abigail, so there you go. Yeah, Raph, I, I agree. It's, it's very cool to see how they apply the wrestling kind of idea in in a video game because I mean like I said definitely Kenny is the better player but he made it seem close and yeah I think you can see his experience in, yeah. in basically putting on a show. So Callista was part of the whole staff running it, and so he's kind of even typing it out there. It's like we had, you know, a lot of things about what we were going to do the show, but the end was basically all improvised because of how much the Peppers were making them suffer. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually pretty funny, so. And yeah, Xavier Woods uh, tweeted from the toilet stall afterward. I don't think that was made up either. No, no. I'm pretty sure that's well, real. Well, because he actually even said, like, w- people were asking about the Peppers before, like, they were like, how bad are they? Yeah. Like, like one, you can kind of handle. It's like two starts to hurt, and he's like three, it passes right through you. Okay. So yeah, that's literally what he said before even anything happened. So I think it only took two that time. Oh man, <laughs> oh, man it's funny. Yeah. Anyway, it was really good. Nice work, everybody, on yeah. that. That was really cool. We'll talk about it a little bit more on the fifty-fifty right, segment. Sure. Okay. So yeah, yeah. As far as uh, E3, I didn't play Smash Bros. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted to for sure, but course, you know, I went yeah, over to the yeah. Nintendo booth, and the line was forever, <laughs> and I didn't. I don't know that I could. Maybe I could have like found my way in somehow, but mm-hmm. I didn't have like an immediate way into the back to go mm-hmm. test it out Illuminati style. So I just kind of walked by, and I and I tried to watch it a lot. I was there in the booth, oh, like watching okay, other okay. people play Sweet. it a lot. Okay. Um, and and I'm I'm really stoked for a lot of the changes that are in there. Mm-hmm. It's it sounds like a more fast-paced game than Smash 4. Yep. I, mean, I really enjoy watching Smash 4 footsies, to be honest. It's just that I I don't like how long it takes to kill. It just yeah, uh-huh, it feels uh-huh, like uh-huh. it's dragged out. Right, yes. Like, yeah. it's just dragged out. Because there's, there's only so many times you can go, oh, oh, they made it back. Oh, oh, oh yeah. they made it back. And, yeah. the, and the, la- the launch is kind of slow, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, but in, mm-hmm. Smash, in Smash Ultimate, it's it's fast launch, it's it's faster movement. Dude, you know what someone, how someone described it? They was like, it's exactly like when you punch a balloon across the room. And when he said that, it's like, you could picture exactly yeah. as boom. <laughs> you know, so it is faster launch for sure. Yeah. And I'm also really excited for some of the character changes that they're making. I played Little Mac a lot in mm-hmm. Smash oh, 4, yeah. right? Okay. And he sounds like he's much improved. I really enjoyed his footsies. He's basically a Street Fighter character mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in that game, right? You're just grounded footsies. And, and, I, and they, they improved that because now you can attack directly out of a, a dash. His right, side B right. doesn't just put him in free fall Doesn't so he won't die in the flashy instantly. death mode. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So he. Uh, he definitely got improved. So I'm, I'm happy about that. They buffed Ganon. 
which is cool for me. Basically, the couple characters that I played, I haven't heard what happened to Bowser yet, but I'm interested in that. I'm curious to see what they do to Zelda. Because she's always been kind of crappy. Yeah, so I, I read about it a little bit. Oh, yeah? They okay. sped up a lot of her frame data. Oh, nice. So she has okay. faster buttons. Uh, things basically work faster and better. It seemed like there were a lot of buffs to her. Like it, And what I read about it wasn't that they thought that she'd be, like, crazy good or anything, but that she would be, be more maybe usable. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. she's always been one of my favorite characters to use since Melee. Yeah. I use her instead of Sheik just because I wanted to hit Woo. people with shoe. Okay. I wanted to hit people with jumping side A okay. or back A, you know, fair or bare, because when you got them with that sweet spot and it killed them, that was, like, my favorite thing to do, right? So... I tried playing her in the in in Smash Four, and she just didn't cut it. And the other character, my main character, is Ness. Yeah. Right. And Ness was much better. Yeah. So there was just no reason to sure. play her. So when this one comes out, I will definitely be sticking with Ness and Zelda, okay. Okay. and uh, and see if there's any other anybody else I might want to pick up. But maybe Mega Man and Pac Man. Pac Man was another one that I played you really a lot like of. Pac-Man. Yeah, that's uh-huh. right. Yeah. So we we played this game a lot when it first yeah, came out. Yeah, uh-huh. again, we always told the story. We played on the plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we played on the plane. It was and cool. a third person joined our lobby randomly awesome. on the airplane, and we were looking around, and some guy like held up their DS, and yeah. we were like sick. And yeah. the guy was good yeah, too. Yeah, he was pretty good. <laughs> So it was fun. Yeah. Uh, so I in Smash 4, I played uh, Little Mac the most, but I played Ganon too, and I also played Villager. And I don't know what happened to Villager. I just haven't read about it yet. But I feel like each of them is really interesting, and I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, and it. Little Mac had that problem, kind of the Zelda-ish problem too in Smash 4, was that what? in the he end, sucked? he just wasn't very good. Oh, he definitely sucked. It was too For easy sure. to knock him off. And His recovery yeah, was, was too bad. Yeah, but, exactly. But yeah, so in at least in the E3 build, his side B doesn't put him in free fall, so he can do, yeah. as a recovery, he can do side B, then jump, then up B, right? So he oh, has a lot more recovery. And, and oh, okay, okay, gotcha. It's gotcha. a lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I mean, it's it's a really cool idea. They added, obviously, the directional, directional air dodge, which can help you get back on stage a little bit. Can't wave dash as much, and, you know, I know there's some contention on that, but we'll get yeah. to that topic in the 50-50 matchup. Okay. But, you know, um, overall, uh, someone actually said that there's actually not true te- throw teching. That the way throw uh-huh. techs work is that if throws connect on the same frame, and only if they connect oh, on okay. the same frame. Because before, it was random who would win. Okay. It was the Mortal Kombat 9 mentality where they were just like, just pick one. Except it wasn't stuck for the whole round. Yeah. It was literally a random. And they, don't wa- they didn't want that anymore. So now if you both tech at the same time, you break apart. But if anyone, if it's even one frame off, whoever gets it first wins, and you can't break it, basically. So okay. that's how it would work right there. So. Oh, um, man, yeah. D1's reaction to Snake happening was the best. Well, which one? Oh, you didn't see that? I didn't oh, see it. Oh, yeah. no. He just freaked out. Oh, yeah. on stream when he saw the reveal for yeah, Snake? Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. It was yeah. a good one. Yeah, so it's very similar to Guilty Gear. Although it was port priority. Oh, the, the funniest thing is, like, whenever me and my friend played Guilty Gear, because he threw so often, we saw so many perfect breaks, like throw breaks, because we were just throwing each other all day. It was actually kind of fun. Is it a port or a new game? God. I mean, do you see Max's little experiment, dude? Like, he yes. actually... But, dude, it's, it's a new game. It's a new game. Right? Yeah, obviously. I, mean, I don't know. Silly. <laughs> 
Yeah, anyway, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of good things there. I did get a chance to mess with Soul Calibur Six a little bit okay. as well. I got to play against Joe. Okay. This was the first time I really kind of touched Soul Calibur, and immediately my first impressions were, wow, this game is fast. Uh-huh. It's just like run around and attack, attack, and uh-huh. swing and swing and attack, and it's like, I'm going to parry, I'm going to do this. Yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. And it was like stuff was happening, and immediately I could obviously tell I had no idea what I was doing, I mean, right? Yeah. yeah, but that's not not a problem but the most telling thing to me was I really want to sit down and training mode the game like I know when I'm excited about a game because I'm like shit I just need a training mode and like because it was very similar to Tekken when I first started learning Tekken like understanding crouching from crouching you know while standing doing all this stuff and a lot of this stuff exists in Soul Calibur but it's a little different because at first when I was playing against Joe I was like let me try doing a crouching kick so I can sweep right and I couldn't crouch. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I was like, what the hell, Joe? How do I crouch? I saw you do it. He's like, you have to hold guard and hit down. Yeah. Like, things like that I don't know yet. You okay. know what I mean? And so, like, I want to sit down and learn all this and figure out the movement and how everything works. So I'm kind of excited for it. But, uh, you know, Bandai Namco interviewed me and Joe at one point after playing it to ask our opinion. And, you know, I said this to them, and, and I told them I'm not saying it just because they're interviewing us. I really mean it honestly. But I feel like Bandai Namco is really killing it for fighting games oh, in the yeah. last couple of years, you know, between Tekken and Dragon Ball and Soul Calibur is turning out really, really nice. So um, I'm really looking forward to that game. Now it's October, so um, I'm excited. And uh, Same. they just, oh, they haven't revealed Astaroth yet, right? No, but it looks like him in the story <laughs> mode. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, movement. Hopefully he's in there. Movement is a big part of that. The eight-way run is super, super, super yes. important. And, of course, I found out that L.I. Joe has a waifu. Uh-huh. uh-huh. He picked Ivy, right? And he's like, and he made the mistake. He was like, Ivy is my favorite, like, female character in all of fighting games. Like, he was like, you know, I, I've always played Ivy, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, so she's your waifu. And he was like... I hate that. He doesn't word. like that? Oh, yeah? I was like, but she's your wife. He's like, do we have to call it that? I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have to call it that. But, I mean, he actually just liked the, 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 the concept of being the sword, being able to break into pieces and do whips yeah. and All the right. cool stances yeah, right. and everything like that. Sure. Exactly, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I read the Soul Calibur uh, Kotaku article. I thought it was interesting. I mean, the mm-hmm. person who wrote it obviously likes the game a lot. Uh, but I, what I found most interesting in that article was that the designer said that they come up with the weapon first and then design the character mm-hmm, around the mm-hmm, weapon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of don't know how they got Ivy out of like, that whip thing, but but I mean her her weapon is definitely sick. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a super cool, cool idea. Yeah, super yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But they definitely just need to go the Senran Kagura route, where the where the designer of that game was just like, I just like boobs. Just say it, you know. <laughs> nah, I just like boobs. I mean, because Soul Calibur went from like like. Sofatia and Talon, they were like pretty modest, and then all of a sudden, I forgot which game it was, yeah. but they all of a sudden just like. You got blown up. Yeah. <laughs> sure. But yeah, man, I'm looking forward oh, to it. Yep. I'll, be playing, I'll be playing the big boy, well, assuming that Astroth's in the game. Right. But mm-hmm. I, I never took Soul Calibur seriously enough to have a secondary, but I think that I probably would be Ivy. Because I just I really like the idea of her mm-hmm. weapon and her yeah, range her and all that sort of super. Dude, I was having trouble fighting against Joe because yeah. he was using that character, sure. and I was going with Maxi. Oh yeah, and you got to get in. The nunchucks like doesn't quite have the same range no. and everything like that. 
And then, uh, so Maxi's my character. First time I saw the Kata display in the first Soul Calibur in the attract mode, I was just like, this is beautiful. And, you know, growing up, my dad used to watch Bruce Lee movies all the time. Mm -hmm. So I was like, with Lee Long, I really wanted to play with the nunchucks, right? Second character was ki that I play is Killick, so I might try him as well because he looks like a Romance of the Three Kingdoms character. Okay. So, so I might try to use him a little bit as well, so... Uh, no, I'd be surprised if they changed it. Yeah, but Ivy's I mean, not yeah, changing, well. dude. Yeah. Ivy's not changing. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, looks looks very cool to me. Yeah, looking forward to that game. Um, Anything else to say about E3? Uh, I did not get a chance to try Tetris Effect. Oh, it was yeah. caught behind the virtual reality PlayStation VR line, and if you sat line. through the whole line you weren't guaranteed to even play the game that you wanted to yeah. play because the, all of them were there. Yeah. And in fact, the guy who was manning the line even told me that all everybody wanted to do was play Beat Saber, which I totally get because I totally want to play that game. It's a, rhythm, it's a virtual reality rhythm game. Okay. But basically, you carry two things. So you're basically lightsabers, and it's a red lightsaber and a blue, blue lightsaber, and blocks come at you with the direction that the arrow that you're supposed to chop it oh, with the I've color. Seen it. Yeah, I saw the trailer. With the color for it, so you or actually have to. Breakdown, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so it just looks really sick. Um, Eduardo's uh, fiance, Cat, uh, mm -hmm. plays it a whole bunch on her Oculus, and she says it's like amazing. All right. So I really, really want to play that game. But I also want to try Tetris. Effect. I mean, yeah. Didn't get a chance to because I just didn't want to wait in that line. Yeah. Uh, I checked out Spider-Man. That was the other thing that I was kind of interested. Again, gigantic line, but I watched yeah. someone swinging, and that's all I needed to see. I will probably buy the game. It looked good. Yeah, the swinging. The swinging okay. Not only looked good, but it had that. But the graphics are so good now that the effect is very exhilarating now. Okay. Like it just it 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 felt fast and it felt like. Uh -huh. When you see it yourself swinging through the city, you know, it was like, okay, this is cool, this is cool. So it'll probably become a must-buy for me. Mega Man 11, I, I, I mentioned last week, super happy with it. I actually went back and beat Fuse Man, um, which apparently he wasn't available on the floor. He was only available in the room in the, in, in the VIP section. Oh, dang. So I actually got to mess with Fuse Man in there. But I'll tell you this, I am a big stickler for Mega Man games. Mega right. Man games mean a lot to me, right? And I, I'm one of those people that, like... If it's not good, I will shit on the game like you can't even possibly imagine. Okay. The Fuse Man fight was great. Okay. It was great. I loved the Fuse Man. It was just the right amount of difficulty where I died like two or three times trying to fight him. But then once you started getting it, okay. like you could fight him well. And that was cool to me. Okay. I really, really enjoyed that. And there was also something kind of interesting, too, that even after you beat the boss, they even give you a... A, a screen where you can test the weapon. You've never been able to do that before. Oh, oh interesting. Cool. Okay, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, I Dude, didn't. I didn't try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll talk, we'll about, talk that. about that later. Uh, I didn't try Resident Evil 2, but I, by all accounts, it looks and sounds fantastic. Yeah, Yipes was telling me that like it's just not the same as it was before. Like shotgun isn't free. Like he said, he shot a zombie in the head with the shotgun, and it just ripped all the skin off its face. Oh my god! And it just kept coming at him and attacked him. Wow! Yeah, like another one he shot, like half the head came off, but it was still coming at him. Oh my god! So it's god, like it actually right. means it makes more difference to like shoot them in the legs and the arms wow, and stuff crazy. like that. Wow! Crazy. Okay. But. I didn't want to play it because I am going to play it. Yeah, and I yeah. want to experience it all. And like by all accounts, everyone said it was amazing. Sure. So I was like, you know what? I don't need to play the demo. I'm just okay. going to play Your it. Your confidence. Yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense. Uh -huh. uh, I, I did also want to try out Tetris Effect. Um, I didn't even know about it until you told me about it. Mm -hmm. But then as I was walking 
through the PlayStation area, they had this gigantic widescreen, huge, huge widescreen mm -hmm. monitor and gigantic sound system. And as I was walking by it, I, they started playing what turned out to be the trailer for it, but I didn't know that it was the trailer <laughs> for it. I just, it just gave me crazy flashbacks to like being in an underground rave in the East Bay in like 2002. Because <laughs> uh, it's like this really trippy, uh, scientific sounding announcer guy that used yeah, to be pretty yeah, common yeah, yeah. in electronic uh -huh. music. And uh, and the trailer's like this kind of galactic looking, mm -hmm. super trippy. With, with some EDM <laughs> in the background, right? With EDM yeah. in the background, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, it, it reminded me actually of, of going into a bar in Berlin that was a, in a in a bombed out building that had never been restored except for this one room and when you walk into it there's the giant fire breathing dragon made out of wrought, wrought iron on the ceiling and on the other ceiling is is really intense hairy lesbian porn uh, and then on the other ceiling is exactly this kind of like galactic looking and the music is is just like some science professor put over some dance music it basically was really trippy a new stereophonic sound spectacular yeah it, yeah it was super wild and and it was just like an automatic flashback to that moment um, so i tried to play tetris effect but i ran into the same thing yeah. of needing to stand in the line and yeah. not being sure that i could get in there so Oh man, someone actually on the top was talking about Street Fighter Cross Mega Man. Do you remember that game that came out? Uh, someone made, and it was because it was the guys in, uh, shoot, I think it was the Singapore guys. Remember how they had like the Z and the CN Mega Man characters blowing up the car, and then eventually that guy made a Mega Man versus Street Fighter that Capcom oh, backed yes. and they kind of okay. came out of it. What was actually cool about that, it wasn't an official like Capcom game or yeah. whatever like that, but. It actually was listed on their Mega Man timeline oh, on the wall. Cool. It was actually listed there, and I took pictures of it. And the guy from Singapore who made it saw my picture and like liked it and stuff like that. And this is like how that cool is, really is cool. that? Yeah, how right. cool is that that it was like acknowledged for him? Yeah, it was free, absolutely. So I, I you know, I never played it. You know what I the sad thing is? I have it on my PC. Like, it's sitting there on my desktop right now. But the thing is, I just don't play games on my PC, so I never, ah. like, sat down and played yeah, it. Yeah, with the times. So, yeah, I know. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So, uh, I would not have described it as being sexy porn. It was really intense. It was, like, not... Like on the on the harsher side, okay. Me, so I was like not into it, but it was just like part of the part of the atmosphere, right? You know? Okay, know. It's really, okay. It's a weird place. Guess it goes with the flaming dragons and 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 and, and crazy EDM music. Okay, but uh, let me think. Uh, Everybody was a terrible dancer there, so I, it was great. I fit in. Um, was there anything else at E three that caught my attention? There was a lot of things there. But I basically didn't just... bother uh, other than that. I, I walked around, I saw what was there, and I didn't feel like I was that enticed in most of it. Like, mm. I didn't feel like it was a year that was for me. I, I get why people are excited for some of the games that were announced, for sure. But I just know that I'm not going to end up playing right. most of them. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't that big of a deal. Killer Queen Black is definitely cool. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how they end up doing that. With I think they just changed it to four uh, players. So it's not going to be. Do you know? You know what I'm talking about? Killer Queen. The, I didn't um, actually see what it was. So. so Killer Queen is a is a. It was arcade on the game. Switch, right? That's what that's what Killer Queen Queen Black is oh, announced okay, for. Okay, Killer okay. Queen has been out for a long time. It's an arcade only, competitive, I think five on five game. Ooh, okay. It's, it's. I mean, I've only played it at maybe it was. 
uh, E3 or I don't know one of those conferences. Maybe it was GDC even okay, years ago. Okay. Uh, super fun. Very interesting. Different roles for different players. Huh. You can be like queen, or you could like gather berries. Or oh, it's like dang. really complex. Okay, okay, but okay. all on just like one screen. So right, you're not like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not like a MOBA where there's a whole map. It's just the screen. Uh, super interesting game. Uh, very interesting team ideas, and you could run plays, and mm-hmm. it's very very cool. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how they do that for Switch with I think four players. But now, yeah, and now they're going to be able to get their own screens and stuff like that, right? Presumably, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, presumably you can play it online. Even. Oh, some people were saying it was at Evo last year. Yeah, it's, it's been at Evo. It, okay, it's been a, it's okay. been around for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I didn't get a chance to do anything with Devil May Cry. Um, my problem is that after the first game, I played the first Devil May Cry, which I thought was good, but not great. There was a lot of weaknesses in the game. And then the Famitsu director got to do the second one, and it got nothing but terrible reviews, and oh. everyone hated Devil May Cry 2. So I was like, I added it to that list of franchises that I would just drop from my playlist, because you just don't have enough time. So even though 3 and 4 were like amazing, I never ended up playing oh. them. So. I don't have any sort of like uh, background in like I don't have enough background knowledge to I see to be invested in the Devil May Cry series anymore, unfortunately. So yeah, I didn't I didn't keep up with it. Yeah, uh, and yeah, the biggest for me FGC related news from E3 is that there's no MK11 yet. Yes, yeah. we'll talk about that in a little bit as well because uh, Ed Boon apparently had some stuff to say about that as well. Indeed. So we'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show. But uh, yeah, for the most part, I mean, the biggest news in terms of fighting game community is definitely Smash. For sure, we talked about that a lot last week. So um, probably not much else to say except I'm excited for it. Definitely. I'm Definitely, probably tried to get into it as much as I can. I mean, I imagine I'll treat it like I did Smash 4 and Melee, where it's like a fun, casual Mm -hmm. game. I enjoy watching it, but I just play it casually myself. Right. Not going to, like, grind it necessarily. But I'm looking Um, forward to it. Okay. Well, uh, let's jump to the next topic over here. About some of the events that took place over the weekend, there was a few of them. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about Undefeated first, which is uh, the tournament in Arizona run by Angelic. Uh, I was there, I think, at the last Undefeated okay. uh, a year ago, I okay. think it was. Um, but uh, did not get a chance to make it this year. But, you know, small little local. Hope a lot of people manage to have fun. And one of the cool things about that event, of course, is that it puts uh, Marvel as the prior. Marvel is the main event. So the, the tournament actually closed out with UMVC3 and then MVCI. Correct, so yeah. Very, very uh, cool. I watched a lot of it. Um I did not get a chance to watch a lot of it. Do you have the results there? Because I've been looking for them for the last few minutes, and I uh, I did not find, find any results. Uh, let's check Smash.gg, maybe, perhaps. Eh. Perhaps, perhaps, perhaps. Did you check Smash.gg? No. Okay, I'm checking Smash.gg. Undefeated. Go. Okay. So undefeated, we had uh, a bunch of tournaments there, actually. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, there's a lot of tournaments there. Uh, so let's just do it in the order that they have it listed here. Okay. Um, let me see. Complete standings. Here we go. <clears throat> so in... Uh, is this right? Yes, okay. So tied for seventh place in Dragon Ball Fighters at Undefeated 
Yeah, actually, this is this is probably something we could talk about on the fifty fifty as well. Okay. It's just the lack of like just just how hard it is for events like undefeated and Red Bull Conquest to get viewership and proper coverage. I think that's I mean? weird, man. I'm, I've been looking for it on both SRK yeah. and Event Hubs for the last little while, and mm-hmm. I don't see it. So if I missed it, please let me know because I'd love to get more okay. detail. I, I watched most of it. But I couldn't tell you offhand who everybody used. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't have the person that they used. I just have yeah. the names on here. So seventh place in Dragon Ball Fighters was Pipe Fox and Kyle P from Seattle. Mm-hmm. Uh, fifth place was Vortex and Laz. Fourth place was Zombie Moo. Third place, YLT Cole. Second place, Wrath. And first place, Kyoku236HS. Okay, he was playing 16. That oh, happened. okay, okay, nice, nice. All right. Okay. Um, that had the most entrance, I believe. Yes, yeah, so the, that had 73 entrance. I'm going in terms of uh, entrance order. Yeah, well, that's here. how Smash TV does it. Yes, okay. So then we had Street Fighter Five AE singles, in which uh, seventh place was Dente 3 and AZ Trellix. Uh, fifth place was Reedman, 765 Reedman P, uh, as well as Rambro. Fourth place was WT Yusuf. Very, very strong player from mm-hmm. the area. Third place, Jabril. Yeah, he plays Street Fighter. Uh, yeah. With okay. Vega, no less, so he got third place with that character. Vega. With Vega. Jeez, uh, okay. Second place was K-Brad. K-Brad's second place and first place was TGZ Ki- uh, Ikita. Do you know who, who did Ikita use? I stopped watching after that. Uh, okay, okay, okay. But uh, good job to Akita then. Uh, Ricardo Hernandez apparently only lost to K Brad once, so I guess K Brad might have reset the bracket or mm-hmm. sent him to loser's bracket or something of that nature. All right. And then also was Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Yeah, yeah. so this was the Akita final game. Akita used Monat. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. <clears throat> it's interesting because a lot of people say that Cammy supposedly does really well against Monat, and so I would feel like K Brad would. Kind of have that, you know. I don't know, man. Okay. Seventh place was Prasix, as well as YLT Cole. Fifth place was Ninja Nam and Knives. Mm-hmm. Knives from old school MVC3. Playing uh, Dormammu Sigma or Sigma Dormammu. Really? Yeah. Not No more Spencer, huh? Because no. he was kind of known for Spencer and MVC3. I heard there was a lot of Sigma. Uh, I think three people played Sigma. Okay, okay. Uh, fourth place was Ketsui. Uh, third place, Noel B. Hungry, doing the patented get to winners, get to winners finals and then lose lose two straight. Correct. Second place was Jabril, and first place was Stealth. Yeah. Without dropping a set. Yeah, he basically blew everybody up. I mean, he's been good throughout all of MBCI, mm-hmm. so I, th- I thought that was really cool. But you know, this was this was mostly a Marvel tournament, as you said. So while for some other games it was mostly local players, for this stuff that was players. Go back to the thing. Oh yeah. That, yeah. that was players from all over North America. Uh, so I, I watched all of NBC3 and, and NBCI Top 8. Uh, it was super cool. So yeah, there was, I think Jabril was Jabril's Morgan Seattle, Sigma. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. If I recall correctly. Uh, so that, that was really cool to see. Uh, I think Ketsui played the same team, which was very interesting. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, there were uh, people with uh, all sorts of different characters. There were a bunch of different stones. In fact, I think that Winterside Top 8 was Time Stone, Power Stone... 
Reality Stone and Space Stone. <laughs> oh, nice. Like so, okay. so I, it's the game is really developed in a very interesting way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's there's a lot of character variety. There's a lot of stone variety, That's and even good. among the character variety, like when the one dude playing Morgan Sigma, the other one playing Morgan Sigma, they had different ideas, and they had, mm-hmm, they you know mm-hmm, weren't always mm-hmm. playing the same stone. It was it was really cool to see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, game allows for a lot of. Uh, Imagination. Indeed, it does. Yeah, it's <laughs> a very, very cool. A lot of imagination. So, okay. Uh, Marvel Ver- Ultimate Marvel versus Capcom three was played there as well. Uh, seventh places were uh, Psychilic, as well as Skills That Kills. It's mm-hmm. a good name. I like, it's a lot of S Ys and Ks and stuff like that in seventh place. Fifth place was Tubazo, nineteen eighty nine, as well as Jabril. Fourth place, Frankie G. Oh, good job to Frankie G. Third place, Reedman P. Second place, Angelic, losing to first place, K Brad. Yeah, first so. place, K Brad. He ended up doing really well. Uh, he he blew up Angelic in the last set, but it was yeah. really it was really good otherwise. Angelic said he basically had four hours totals of sleep like in the last yeah, three days. Yeah. And he, he was running the event, dropping like combos everywhere. So you, you know. know, no no big deal. But it was it was really cool. Um, it was, it's always cool to see uh, Fizzy, aka Reedman. Yeah, I, uh-huh. I, I, I love the team. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, with Frank, he levels it up really well. Frankie G actually was up 2-0 over, I think it was K-Brad in winner's side top 8. Oh, yeah. And then K-Brad ended up making the full... Or maybe it was Angelic, actually. I think it was Angelic. Okay, okay. Uh, Ended up making the full comeback. Uh-huh. And then Frankie G got sent to losers and ended up getting fourth. Oh, so, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, that kind of sucks. See, this is what always happens, goes, right? right? <laughs> you, when you lose a close one, you get mad at yourself, and then you can't recover and you lose the next one. Fighting games, it's the craziest thing. You have to remember everything and remember nothing at the same time. I know what you, you mean. Know? Yeah, uh, this was on Twitch.tv State. This was on Twitch.tv slash, slash AZAngelic. Uh, Tubazo plays the grossest looking team. All right, Firebrand, Hulk, Up Assist, Arthur. <laughs> and Holy crap. Yeah, it's like a pretty <clears throat> wild team. But he made it work, man. It was cool. It okay. was cool. Okay. Well, uh, dude, that's actually kind of funny here. Okay, uh, Tekken 7, I'll just do the top four here. Uh, Mr. Quentin in fourth place. Third place, Will Get Paid. Second place, Full Steel. First place, Sepulveda Jin. All right. Interesting, okay. Uh, Guilty Gear Exert, Rev 2 singles. Fourth place, Var Colin. Uh, third place, Mike Ross. Yeah, it was Mike, it was Mike Ross. The, the, that it was, Mike, Mike Ross. it was Mike Ross, really? Yeah. I, I, I can't tell if you're trolling. I'm not. not. It really was. It really was Mike Ross. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, second place was Dead Spike, and first place was the uh, Jigsaw. Yeah, it was Mike. He was there playing. Uh, played Venom. I mean, that's the character yeah, he used. Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I, I, I think that's super cool, and I, and I also thought it was cool that like people weren't freaking out about it on the stream. Oh, okay. Okay. Commentators cool. were just like, yeah, it's Mike Ross. He doesn't. He clearly doesn't want to be like the face of things anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Totally cool with that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So if he just wants okay. to play and hang out, that's awesome. Okay. See, the more you can now, I'm confident you aren't trolling me anymore. I am anymore. not trolling. Okay, okay, okay. Um, no, he was. Oh, Venom. My, my bad. It was Axel. Oh, he was using it was Axel? Axel. Yeah, he no, use my, Venom my bad. Okay. He played Venom previously. No, you're right. You're right. And uh, Stroder won Smash Four Wii U singles. I would list the top eight, except. That's the entire tournament. Okay. <laughs> so uh, did not have a lot of people for there, but that was undefeated. And again, um, you know, I guess we'll talk about this during the 50-50 because like Red Bull Conquest had very similar, you know, issues that not a lot of people knew about it. 
three different games there. Really, really good matches. And the production there was ridiculous, okay? I mean, Red Bull did what they normally do. The venue that they had was super sick. They even had, like, an area where there was, like, a skateboarding ramp and basketballs where people were, like, shooting Dang. basketball hoops outside. But it was just really well produced. Okay. And like I said, the matches were super good. The, 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 uh, the Street Fighter V grand finals between Danka Diaz and JB should not be missed. Like I went back you, and watched it. Oh, did mentioned. you watch yeah. it? Yeah, it really that good. thing was super good. It was a great, great, great uh, tournament there. But um, yeah, uh, uh, shout-outs to Angelic and everybody else who ran the event. I thought it was oh, really yeah, cool yeah, to yeah, watch. Right. I think it's really important to maintain tournaments for games that you care about, and he and the rest of the Marvel scene really cares about Marvel Infinite Marvel 3. And, you know, although those tournaments didn't get that many entrants compared to, like, a big major... Uh, everybody in them was legit. Like there, like there was a lot of good players in Marvel Infinite and Marvel Three. So yeah. it was, I, I thought it was super fun to watch. Yeah, uh, you know, they had Yipes and Persia out there for commentary yeah. and everything like that. So yeah, you know, I, I, I would love to see that this stays going. You know, as as a mm-hmm. as a Marvel event. Uh, I'd love to see more Marvel events for right. sure. But it, I think it's really important to to maintain. Yeah. An event where people know that they can go and play a game that they care about. And, and we as a fighting game community have to do something more extra to, to put the shine on these events like that. Because Undefeated really didn't have that many views go throughout the weekend, you know, and that's really a shame. And, you know, that hurts a lot of these events. That might make it so that they might not want to do it again because they would need to rely on some of those views and, 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 and you know, to be able to get better sponsors, to show, like, here's our numbers, to get sponsors, lo- lo- even local sponsors, right? And also just add revenue, et cetera, et cetera. So we need to help them out with that as much as I can. Agreed. Again, that was on twitch.tv slash azangelic. <laughs> yep. Check it out. Also this weekend was Red Bull Conquest, which was a one-day tournament. This is part of the Red Bull Conquest series, which they have over a dozen cities uh, throughout North America uh, to represent. And basically, uh, three games are played, Guilty Gear, Exit Rev 2, Tekken 7, as well as Street Fighter 5. The winners of each of those games will form a three-man team. And, um, you know, the, the idea is that they're all going to meet up in Washington, D.C. for the finals to find out which city is the strongest, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, this was the L.A. branch. And as I was saying on stream, I think this one's a key one because you want to represent L.A. because L.A. and New York are always two the strongest ones. And then also, if you're one of the other scenes, that's exactly who you want to beat. That's uh-huh. who you want to blow up. For so, sure. like, it's always, for me, it's always kind of like an important one, you know, to see who goes and represents those in those two cities in particular because everyone wants to see them lose. Everyone wants to see them lose. So. Uh, in Guilty Gear Exert Rev 2, seventh places were Lord Zappa and Aether 9K. Uh, fifth place was Hirsch with Venom and Beautiful Dude with Zato. Uh, beautiful dude got sent to losers bracket by um, uh, the, the the Potemkin player. Shoot, the name. I tweeted it out and everything. I can't get the name. Someone in the chat, give me the name. There's an O in there somewhere. Uh, fourth place was Red Herb Faust. I want to call him like Optimal Prime, but that's obviously I'm thinking of a tra- Octopimp. Octopimp. That's Shoot, what it I was. I should forget that name. Yeah, I know, right? Octopimp sent him to losers in like dominating fashion, but Sick. apparently Zot- Beautiful Dude came back and like 
we'll run the run back. So okay. there you go. Uh, fourth place, Red Herb with Faust. Third place, Viro with Slayer. Second place, Toki from San Diego with Axel. But first place and representing Guilty Gear will be Kizzy K with Sin Kisk. All right. The bully Kizzy K. Yeah, is he so, a bully in that yeah, game? Yeah, he's a bully in that game. So. Um, hey, so Axel got second and third place this weekend. I thought that character wasn't good. He's not good, but Toki is a really good player. Sure. Obviously, he's the one that does well with Krillin every week at Wednesday Night Fight. So he's just a very, very strong player. Plus, another thing with the latest patch to Rev 2, I personally don't know where he got moved to okay. in terms of the tier. Maybe he got better. I'm actually not 100% okay. sure. Fair enough. So um, Tekken 7. Uh so the top four was streamed at the end. It was top four instead of top eight. Gotcha. So uh, seventh place was UIU Suikin, uh with Eliza and Shaheen and Gallo with Nina and Brian. Fifth place, Paul Z with Eliza and uh, Shin Palo with Akuma. And this was the sad part here was in the top four, like only one true SoCal player was there. There's Dang. two NorCals and one San Diego. Kind of SoCal. <laughs> kind of SoCal. But the fourth place went to the SoCal, Way, Way Gamble with okay. Leo. And uh, third place was Twitch Shangles with Lucky Chloe. And second place, Insanity with Huarong. But first place did go to the San Diego representative, so we do at least have a SoCal rep. Yeah. Yan Flip with Xiaoyu. All right, I'll <laughs> allow it. Uh, Toki himself says that Axel is flat middle. Flat middle. Oh, cool. He's in the chat. Nice. Up, What's going on, Togi? Uh, so Axel isn't that bad. Good. That, that's also from Majin Obama as well. Good stuff. All right. Uh, Street Fighter V Arcade Edition. Uh, seventh place, Dropkick Valiant. Uh, and, and third, Pixel Sayu. Salyu were fifth, uh, seventh place. Uh, fifth place was Chris Nguyen. Oh, good Chris Nguyen, Nguyen, as they call him, with Akuma. He's gotten really good. Sure, he's, he's good. He's really stepped it up, and he's, he even won a Wednesday Night Fights recently. Yeah. And the only non-true SoCal representative to make the top eight, fifth place, Flash, with Yurian from Vegas. Uh-huh. Well, so yeah, he came I guess. Out here. Lives in Vegas. In yeah. uh, fourth place, Filipino Man, uh, with Manat and Cami. The Cami did not work out for him very well. That third place, weird, yeah. yeah. Well, he did it specifically to fight against against Pinoy because he doesn't like Minot versus Bison. It's a bad matchup, so he tried Cammy. Didn't really work out. He switched to Minot, did way better, okay. but then lost anyway. Yeah, all right, so. all right. Third place was Pinoy with M. Bison, also from San Diego. Second place, Sonic Box JB with Rashid. And first place, Dankadias, 20-year-old Dankadias yeah. with Dalsam representing Los Angeles in a nail-biting grand final. Super close. Yeah, it was, a, it was a fun one. It was really, really, really good fun. Really good match. So. I, I definitely agree with you. Man, I love how Dankadias uses V-Trigger 2. His, his V-Trigger 2 usage, I think, is the best among all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. Super fun. Uh -huh. You can tell he probably goes into training mode and just shoots it around yes. and keeps it on the screen forever. I, I can tell you he fun. does that because I'm in the sim chat <laughs> <laughs> on, on Twitter. Right. Uh, and and he's, he came up with a lot of the interesting tech, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for sure, for V-Trigger 2. He definitely puts time in. Yeah, uh, for some people asking about the San Diego thing, so just a little SoCal history, San Diego always hated being included as part of SoCal because they always wanted to be better than the Los Angeles people. So even back like in the Super Turbo days, you had Bob Painter and Milo Cooper and James Romney and Cooney and all those guys. They wanted to beat the Mike Watsons and Tomos and Jeff Schaefer's and all those guys. So it was like contentious. So they never wanted to be SoCal. They were San Diego. And then there was SoCal, which... It's even more... It's longer than that even. Like mm -hmm, there's... Mm -hmm. There's always been a kind of semi 
local rivalry between yeah, yeah. San Diego I mean, and, and the M greater LA area. MVC2 Same was with Orange County. They don't want to be involved, but sorry, bubs, you're right. part of LA area. MVC2, MVC2 was a big one with Shady K, Genghis, and Clockwork. Right, right, for sure. Clockwork being on the part of the group, even though he wasn't really truly from uh, that know, area. Yeah. But, you know, they were part of that as well, the San Diego crew that was always yeah. trying to take But, like, that's, that's real sports and everything. Yeah, yeah, like, that's, yeah. That's, uh -huh. uh, yeah. Exactly. Long, long time, long time thing. <clears throat> Uh, uh, congratulations to Dan Cadiz, yeah. Jan Flip, and Kizzy K. They'll all be representing at the Red Bull Conquest Finals that will be taking place in Washington, D.C. later. There you go. So. Santa Ana is not Los Angeles. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's too late now. Sorry. Especially with eSports e e Arena and Wednesday Night Fights being down there in SoCal now. Sorry, everybody. So. Well, it's always been SoCal, but is it part of the L.A. area? Yes. Right. Yes, it is. Uh... About is that it one. maybe? Did they change it? Is it now the Santa Ana Angels of Anaheim? It's not right. <laughs> I don't think it is. Quiet, Big Bear. I don't think it is. <laughs> he just gave us some bits to buy a hook for that frame. Dang. Uh, so our neighbor, one of our neighbors, is doing construction work, and there's been a lot of sounds and stuff like that. And I think it loosened all of the uh, all little 3M hangers that I have, and so that one's down. And I just. I've been too lazy to put him back up, so I apologize. <coughs> so, also, E-League Group C... That's right. ...happened. This was folks including... Knuckledoo. Uh, Knuckledoo, Problem X, Berlino, Justin Wong, Smug, and Snake Eyes. Yep. And going into this, a lot of people picked Problem to make it out, but then also Justin. Right. That, that seemed like it was the most common couple of picks. But interestingly enough, the round robin selection really kind of didn't reflect that. No, right? it did not reflect that. So the results were that Berlino, uh, flipside Berlino, one and four, he was last place. Then it was Echo Fox, Justin Wong, two and three. Knuckle Dew, two and three. Oh, my, my bad. Yeah, a lot of people picked Dew. Oh, Knuckle Dew, yeah. It was yeah. basically Dew, Problem X, or Justin. It was right. like, uh -huh. Not even Smug. Went huh? in between. Uh, I don't know if anybody picked Smug. Okay. Um, third was Rise Smug, Boxer, of course, three and two. Second was Mouse Sports Problem X with M. Bison and Abigail, three and two. And then winner of the group stage, the round robin stage, was Red Bull Snake Eyes. He went four and one with Akuma Abigail. Mm -hmm. So then it came to the actual tournament itself. Justin Wong, last place. Yep. Sixth. Fifth was Berlino. Fourth was Knuckle Dew. Third was Snake Eyes. And then qualifying in loser's side was Smug. And in winner's side was Problem X. Yep. So Problem X beat the European curse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, the uh, E-League curse, right? Yeah, at, at uh, E-League, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. That both Phenom and Luffy fell prey to of doing really well in the round robin stage and then not qualifying out of the actual tournament. Well, I mean, Phenom got second place one year, right? I mean... Last he? year he did, yeah, yeah, yeah. but this year... Oh, this year. Yeah, this, this year, year. Oh, in the okay, previous okay. two weeks of so the group it's, stages. So it's literally a two-week-old curse, basically. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Uh, anyway, it was good. It was good to watch. It was yeah. really cool. By the way, I really like Malik hosting. Oh, as the host role, I think he right? does a really good job. Okay, that's cool. I'm, that's yeah, cool. I think that's pretty great. Okay, okay. I, I didn't get a chance to see it, so see much of it, so, okay. Uh, also, this, uh, I forgot, did we talk about this one? There's been so many uh, uh, results now here. Uh, there's already been four days of rage results. And I've watched some of it while lying in bed and just proceeding to fall asleep. I have and not, because so, it's know, too late for me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, it is, I mean, if it's late for me, that's because it's running God, at like 5 a.m., yeah. right? But, um... Kenley's been at work for an hour. Jeez. 
That's true. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So yeah. So okay. Okay. So in the last week, three more days have occurred. Okay. Uh, of this event. So let me go through here. So day two results. Um, uh, team Ocean versus Team Emerald. So Itazan versus Fujimura's team. Uh, that one went to uh, Itazan's team, which was Itazan, Gachikun, and Machibo. Uh, and then also Team Itazan. Oh, yeah. Oh, they have the list, the summary down at the end. Team Nemo defeated Team Tokido 3 to 2. Okay. So keep in mind that the way they, the, this goes, and I wasn't sure until I watched it a little bit, is that they play the actual team mode of Street Fighter V. And so they do that, and so they confer with each other who goes first, and then they set, decide who stands they, they up second. Yeah, and third. And then whoever wins that is a point. And then they right. do three out of five that. Okay. So that's how So it's how just it individual games. Yeah, so it's individual games, but they do three out of five okay. sessions of those teams. Okay. So uh, Nemo beat Tokido's team three to two. Then Daigo versus Moke's team, and Daigo won three to one. That's Daigo, Sako, and Bonchan, which is a very Daigo team. And uh, sure. Dogura, Moke, and Haitani on the other team. On day three, um, Fujimura's team defeated Tokido's team three to two. Okay. So keep in mind, Tokido's team is winless at this point Dang, in time. Really? Yeah. Uh, that's Tokido, Tokido, Mago, and Fudo. Wow, I wouldn't have thought. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty crazy. Uh, and then Team Aurora Nemo versus Team Sunrise Moke. Uh, Moke wins three to two. So this is uh, really close. These are really close here. And these are all on open rec, by the way. You can't watch this on Twitch. Yeah. It's all on open rec. There is an app for it on the phone. That's how I watch oh, okay, it. Yeah, good so stuff. I just watch open rec on the phone. But Team Ocean, which is Itazan versus Team Gold Daigo. Uh, Team Daigo won three to one. Boo. <laughs> And then the most recent day uh, just happened, and this is the one that I did see some of it. Okay. First set was Itazan versus Tokido's team. Uh, team Tokido won 3-2. to two. So The first time they managed to win. Uh, then Team Nemo versus Team Daigo, and uh, Team Nemo won that 3-1. Okay. Uh, that one was kind of, I, I kind of remember a seeing a little bit of kind of a... Uh, Blow up. Wait, is this Nemo? Is that the team that has Storm Kubo on it? Yes, Storm Kubo yes. is on Nemo's team. Yay. Yeah. Uh, team Emerald Fujimura versus Team Sunrise Moke. Okay. Uh, that one went Team Fujimura's way 3 1. So, what are the standings? So let's Do you see. have that? Let's see if they actually have the standings here. Let me close all these things. So, currently, the standings are Daigo's team is 3 and 1. Okay. Moke's team is two. Okay, so they're all two and two. So Moke, Itazan, Nemo, and Fujimura are all two and two. Moke's team and Itazan's team are tied in terms of points. They're both plus four. So I don't know if there's a tiebreaker that put them in that order of Moke than Itazan. Probably playing against each other, right? Mm -hmm, probably. That's my guess would be. Uh, Nemo is then at minus two. Fujimura's team is at minus three. And somehow Tokido's team with... Uh, Mago and Fudo is at one and three in last place. It's been a weird little time for Fudo. He's, <laughs> you know, he's obviously so consistent throughout SF5's life, mm -hmm. but recently hasn't had that success in major tournaments and also didn't qualify through E-League. In fact, he got second to last oh, that's or right. last yeah, in his group yeah, stage right, or something like right. that. And then now he's not doing that well. You know who I talked with about Fudo what, at E3 was Gerald. Right. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Of uh, course, of course. Yeah, L.A. Akira. L yeah, L.A. Akira. Uh, Longtime Virtua Fighter player. He, we were just chatting. Uh, he just brought it up. Uh, and he was like, talking about Fudo. That kid. You of know, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. He was like, 
<laughs> it's like that kid, you know, he's so talented, but he just doesn't study. And, <laughs> and he was like, all the all the other top players know it, and if only Fudo actually studied, then Nobody he might would ever be. That that's idea. basically yeah, what he said. Uh, 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 yeah, but he he said that that sometimes other top players will bring in characters that they think Fudo hasn't game planned against. Like the one time that Momochi picked Zeku when Zeku was really new, uh-huh. he picked it against Fudo and he beat Fudo. Right. Because Momochi knew that Fudo wouldn't have actually spent the time to learn what Zeku <laughs> yeah, does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, that's like when Knuckle Dude lost to Twisted Rivera, and Twisted Rivera's like, now maybe you'll buy Alex. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. So I think that's hilarious. Yeah. I just think it's hilarious too that Fudo is the Jaywong of Japan. Yeah, I guess maybe. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah, Gerald calls him that kid. Dude, <laughs> he's yeah. like he's like at least thirty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, but you know what, Gerald is—he's true old school. He is true old it school. Is true old school. And I remember too, because like he was really mad about that Street Fighter 30th documentary that came out—that three-part documentary about an hour and a half long—because yeah. basically. They didn't interview any of the old school people. Like they're talking about classic Street Fighter Two. What are your thoughts, Punk? Absurd. It's like, honestly, like Punk is like not even as old as the game. And <laughs> the not game by a little out. bit either. Yeah, he's, I know. He's the a game, half dozen years younger. The game wasn't even. That, he wasn't even alive when the original no. Street Fighter Two came and, out. And like so. not by a little bit. Like he's considerably younger. Right. Uh huh. Uh huh. He's like <laughs> six years younger. Yeah. Something like that. Seven years younger. Yeah. He's a he's a youngin. Okay. All right. Anyway, so that was anything uh, else in terms of results going on? Rage esports. Let me see. Did I have anything else over here? I don't think I did in terms of results. No, I do not. All righty. Well, you want to take an old break? Yep. Let's take a break. So I can eat my potato and egg. Let's take some breakity breaks, and when we come back, our brand new segment, the fifty-fifty matchup, where we debate all sorts of interesting topics. And you don't want to miss that because we've got some crazy topics for you. Anyways, okay, be right back, guys. Here's the thing about rice the next day. It's not good if you just if you just eat the rice, it's not gonna be good. Mm-hmm. But for making fried rice, oh, which day, is what I made. Day two rice. Day two rice is the rice that you use. Like, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. rice that you make right there is not the best rice for fried rice. You want it to be like a mm-hmm. little hard, mm-hmm. I feel. That's what I prefer. Um, so yeah, I just made fried rice with egg and, yeah. um, I don't know. Whenever my mom used to make fried vegetables. rice, it was that way. She would cook rice the day before for dinner and then save the rest of it for fried rice. Go. It was distinctly that way. But I will tell you the secret to reheating rice, okay? I, I can guarantee you this works, okay? Because I do this all the time. Take your bowl of rice, put yeah. the rice in there, splash some water Correct. on it, right? Take a paper towel, Correct. wet it, and use that I as the top of that. Tech. Okay, you know this tech. And when you heat it, it steams it all up yep. and it's great yep great t- day two rice that way so. what do we got what are we talking about ah, we are the 50, so it's well a, before we get into that we missed one event okay which was body count fighting All however right. i don't have the results here unfortunately we tried looking both of us did and i don't know what happened yeah i'm trying to see if there's any answers here uh so it sounds like uh to kill sage took dragon ball fighters uh, in the To Kill Sage versus Super Noon matchup, 
Uh, let's see if they have any other ones here. Scar took it over to Theo. Oh. So Scar beat Theo. Uh, in their matchup, uh, let's see. Uh, we'll see if they have anything else here. Smug versus Phenom, they played each other. Uh, let's see. Smug beat Phenom. Oh dang! All right. Smug beat Phenom in that little match over there. So there you go. Those are the those are the results that I do have all right. from the body count fighting uh, actual uh, page uh, Twitter. So okay. there you go. Okay. Personally, what I do for fries is I put them in the frying pan. You actually refry the fries, huh? Sometimes, if oh, I care about it. Okay. Sometimes I'll just eat it if I'm being lazy. Right. But if I care about it, then I'll refry them. Yeah. yeah. Also, if you want to reheat pizza, make sure you do it in the oven. I do it on also on a frying pan. That works too. Both of them work really, really well. Because the thing is, in the oven, you put it on an aluminum foil, and then the, the crust is crispy again. So that's that's key key factor. Crispy crust. I've done it both ways, and the frying pan method is also very good. 50-50. 50-50. Frying pan or bacon? How do you do it? I do it by baking it Gross. because it's easier and I don't have to watch it. Disagree. I think you have to watch it still. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Just let it go, dude. You check every, like, five minutes. What? How long do you so. leave it in there for? You can, you can leave it in there for a while. See, I put, I put it up to a high heat. I'm talking, you know, 425, something like that. And, you know... Five ten minutes at most. Yeah, exactly. So just like five minutes. So you, you walk away there. once and you come back and it's yeah, basically, and check on it. So there you go. All right. All right. So here we go. Fifty uh, fifty segment where we talk about debates and issues within the fighting game community and just kind of uh, you know talk about how we feel about certain topics. Right. So this week, one of the first things that came up that a lot of people are talking about now is that Sonic Fox kind of came out. Well, I don't know how it started. Did he challenge he Zero? He blew in out of nowhere, dude. He did, he, okay, so he did. He was just like, I'm going to beat Zero. As far as in, I know, maybe Smash I missed Brothers. the earlier genesis of it, but it seemed like he basically just blew in and was like, I don't care. I'm just, I'm going after Zero. Right. He was exactly. just in there. Of course, but then, of course, you know, Zero doesn't like Sonic Fox because apparently he was a big fan at one point in time, but then walked up to him and said hi, but then Sonic Fox blew him up and then something yeah. or other, yeah, that became copy pasta. but, you know. But, no, in actuality, so Sonic Fox kind of came in and challenged a little bit, and then uh, Zero kind of accepted after a while, and they said, okay, I'll give you three months to train on Smash when the new Smash comes out to have a chance to beat me, and Sonic Fox is like, all right, and so now Sonic Fox is going after yet another top player in yet another game. So FS Link says that Cosmos called Sonic Fox out who's a Korin player in Smash 4. Uh-huh. And then Sonic Fox was defending himself and called out Zero as a challenge. So I missed that part. Okay, okay. My bad, okay. I didn't see that on Twitter. Thanks for the, thanks for the uh, update, FS Link. Okay. Yeah, anyway. So Sonic Fox entering, as you said, a new game against a top player. Like Zero, right? Mm-hmm. Not just a top player, but like super dominant one when the, he was playing. One of the most dominant players of any game of all time. Ever. Right. Including guys like Sonic including Fox Sonic in Injustice Fox. 1 and such. So um, so the question is, three months training time. Three months, he's going to give Sonic Fox three months training time. Obviously, Sonic Fox, amazing player. Correct. Very strong. Obviously, can learn anything. Blew up Filipino champion and VCI. Dunked him. Eventually defeated Goichi. Do you think in three months... That he can defeat Zero. Sure, I think he can. 
Yeah? I think you can. Would I bet on it? Probably not. Actually, definitely yes. But do I think it's going to happen, which is more accurate? Okay, okay. Probably not. Okay. I think there's definitely a chance, though. Uh, he, look, if you, he's basically taken out some of the most storied people in other games. Mm -hmm. Go Goichi is one of the all-time great players across a host of different games. Mm -hmm. Dragon Ball mm -hmm. Fighters is the biggest fighting game in the world right now and has been for a little while. And, and Sonic Fox at least for a while, was the best player at it. Maybe it's Hook Gang God now. I don't know. <laughs> but at least for a while, and certainly still, Sonic Fox is top two. Like, whether uh -huh, the other uh -huh. person is Goichi or Hook Gang God or whatever, right. Sonic Fox is definitely top two in okay, the biggest okay, fighting game in the world. Okay. Uh, he, he blew up everybody in Marvel that he played, anyway. He didn't go to some of the majors, so he didn't, he didn't show up to uh, Battle for the Stones. But he did blow up almost everybody he, that he played in that game, including Filipino Champ. Mm -hmm. And it was a blow-up. Okay, okay. I think once you've done those things, you basically show that you can beat anybody. The The reason that I am concerned in this case for him is that Smash is a more different game than the other games that he's tried to pick up. Um, it's, it is a separate thing uh, in many ways. Obviously, it shares commonalities with other fighting mm -hmm. games, but there's a lot of distinct stuff that really only applies mm -hmm. in Smash. And it's hard to get a handle on those things with only three months. Even if you're a genius at fighting games, you just haven't seen all of the interactions in a way that like Zero would have already seen. Right. He's seen every interaction uh, in Smash 4, um, and Sonic Fox hasn't. And that just really comes with time. It's not about, like, are you smart or not? Do you, how quickly do you pick up <laughs> games? It's like, have you seen the things right. yet? So I, I, think, I think that's going against him. And Zero, on top of that, is... You know, as dominant as anybody's ever been in any game. Mm -hmm. When it came, mm -hmm. I mean, he didn't lose in Smash Four for was a year. It was crazy. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So he had like fifty-three tournament wins in a row. That's or something wild. Like that. Yeah. Uh, I will tell you that I think that at least at the start, that Smash Four competition wasn't the deepest. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, a lot of the top players were people who had started playing games competitively relatively recently, mm -hmm. and that doesn't inspire in, in, inspire confidence in me in terms of how strong they are. But he maintained, Zero maintained that over a year, and he still was really good after that. And I think he's a super, super good player. Okay. Super, super. So, so I, I think that like the mountain is harder for Sonic Fox to climb in this than almost any other right. new game plus new player combination. Mm -hmm. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't expect it to work out for him in three months. In six months, I'm definitely putting that on Sonic Fox, for sure. Yeah? For sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't think he has a chance in three months. <laughs> I don't think Sonic Fox can do it. Okay. I don't think he has. I don't think that's going to happen because Zero is a dominant player, unlike any kind of dominant player that we've seen before, right? And Smash is a completely different game, it is. right? And Zero is probably on that same level because if you also remember, Zero also played in the Final Fantasy Dissidia tournament and like was doing super well. I mean, he's clearly a talented player the, just in general. The guy who was training him and I forgot who he was playing, it was like him and Nairo, was like he couldn't believe how fast they were picking things up sure. and stuff like that. Zero is probably on the level that Sonic Fox is, you know, and I wouldn't give Zero a chance to learn injustice in three months and beat Sonic Fox. That seems unlikely to me, right. too. So I don't think that Sonic Fox has a chance at all. Okay. I think he's going to get blown up, you, right? Blown up, even. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Free. 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 Because, look, here's the thing, right? Let's take a look at a game like Smash Melee, right? Okay. We've had the same five gods 
Yeah. One of them is kind of retired now for how many years now? Well, it's been a while. And there's all these amazing players who obviously can do all the tech who yeah. have been playing as I'm long as they I'm not sleeping on the competition have. level on that game. Right. That's for sure. Exactly. But they can't catch up. Yeah. <laughs> they can't win. Like, they can't get better than the gods. The gods are still winning, right? There's something about the way the game works and the way you Melee, think. at least. I think yeah, that's true. Melee. But I, I think a lot of it has to do with just Smash Brothers as well. I think there's just a mindset to that game that is very different than what we expect out of fighting games. You know, fighting games are very exact, they're very precise. You can actually expect the same thing happening, right. but Smash is not like that. You right. know what I mean? It's very fluid, fluid yeah. exactly. And it's a very different mindset. And Zero is exceptional enough with that many people chasing after him. I mean, I mean, if, you're, if you've won 53 in a row, yeah. you have that target on your back, right? Sure. Sonic Fox hasn't even been able to last that long in Injustice, right? right. People targeted him and they beat him, right? So I don't really think that there's a chance in three months. I think in six months he may be able to do something. But to be honest with you, I think this time he might have bitten off more than he can chew. I, I don't think that yeah. this is going to happen. I, I mean, like I said, I, I would bet on Fox just because, like, I don't know. That seems that seems fun. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't expect him to win, right? But I do mm -hmm. think that he has a chance. Uh, I if if this was like him trying to get into melee, cut it. I don't. Okay. I okay. would not for sure expect right. that okay. to work out. But. In Smash Ultimate, which is going to be at least a little bit different than Smash 4. Right. Um, uh, and he has the next six months to play Smash 4 mm -hmm. before that even comes up. And then three months on top of that. I feel like there is, it's like a reasonable chance. And he has a lot of players in his local area that are really strong. Mm -hmm. Dakota Sage, like his best friend, is a really right. strong yeah, Smash yeah, player, for uh -huh. example. But there are other players in the area, too. So he's got... He's got the people around him to teach him. I, I feel like the biggest impediment to him being able to do this is how interested he'll be in actually doing it. <laughs> right, uh, yeah. Because yeah. uh -huh. that means, I mean, realistically, if you're going to have a chance, that's got to be, like, the game for him mm -hmm. for the next six months. Right. And, and I don't see him dropping... Dragon Ball and Injustice and whatever happens other than that. This, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. I, feel, I feel like that, mm -hmm. that is more of the concern for me. So. I feel like the biggest chance that he has in this is that it is a new game, right? That it is a new game. But again, there's just going to be so many of those fundamentals that he's going to be able to stick with that Zero is just going to have from sure. playing these games. And even something like beating Goichi in Dragon Ball, I mean, to be fair to Goichi, everyone was learning the game at the same time, yeah. right? So it's a brand new game, right? Sure. Like, would Sonic Fox be able to beat Goichi in Melty Blood in three months? Maybe not. Hard, Maybe to, not. hard to know. Right. Yeah. Hard to say that. So honestly, I no, the so the biggest advantage is the biggest downside to zero, brand new game. Biggest boost to Sonic Fox is he does have a bunch of friends, right? The Echo Fox team, to Kill Sage, Mewtwo King, those guys have been MK Leo would be able to help him out a lot. And I'm sure they would love to see Actually, Sonic Fox take out... M M MK Leo said that he he doesn't want to see Sonic Fox win because he wants to be the first person to dethrone <laughs> Zero, <laughs> which I respect. Okay, I okay, respect okay. That. I like that. I like that. I like that. So, But yeah, no, I mean, I think it'll be a hard road for Sonic Fox. And, you know, also another thing, too, like, it's interesting because Sonic Fox actually had a tweet, too, where, you know, it was kind of like a... Uh, uh, both sides of the argument kind of thing but he was like I don't think Smash is a fighting game but yeah, I, I think that. like the dedication required to that game is immense and yeah. really really difficult and, so. and in his view the fact that it's not a fighting game doesn't discredit it in any way it's just a different he just feels yeah, 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 it's yeah, different yeah. Uh -huh, uh -huh. it's you a know, competitive game that has like, that I, I feel of, like it's a fighting game but it's mm -hmm. 
regardless, obviously a competitive right. game. Exactly, so, yeah. exactly. But you know, he does acknowledge that how much goes into that game, you sure. know, and how much the mindset in there. You know, obviously Sonic Fox is a great player, and if there was anybody who was going to come from the non-Smash fighting game community that could possibly go and defeat yeah. him, defeat Zero in Smash Ultimate in three to six months. You can't pick a better person, okay? I don't think like, so. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even going to front on that. Yeah. Is he going to beat zero in three months? I really, like, I think my six months is where your three months is. In six okay. months, maybe maybe he yeah. would have a chance. Yeah. But in three months, I think he's done. Okay. Especially because, like you said, he can't dedicate all of his time to the game. So. Like, I hope he does. <laughs> but, you know, that you see is is deep enough now, competitive enough now, that even for him... He can't play multiple games mm-hmm. and expect to win them all. Still, I mean, he, which he, he hasn't he hasn't been doing. When Dragon Ball, when when Marvel Infinite, he was playing that game a lot. He didn't do well at Ely. Right. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. Dragon Ball, since that game's been out, at Combo Breaker, he didn't win Injustice. He didn't win Skullgirls. He didn't win MK9. Mm-hmm. Those in the past have been basically ah, Injustice is not a walk, but the other games were walks, mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. Um, now they're not because he ha- you have to actually dedicate yourself right. now in a way that that's kind of new for him at least. So which of those games does he not want to make top eight? And is it the one that pays twenty thousand dollars if you <laughs> win? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> come on, dude! Like you should you should stick with it. I, I think it would be really cool if he actually did get good at Smash Ultimate. I think that'd be sick. I just I don't expect that he's actually going to spend the time to do it. The only thing that makes me sad would make me sad is if he does play the game and doesn't use Fox. Like, I mean, he'd be Echo Fox, Sonic I don't think Fox, he's Fox. I know, I don't think he is either, yeah. but that makes me sad. I know, I, I mean, hear you. Echo it's Fox, missed, Sonic missed Fox, Fox. I mean, like, that's like UIUIUIU, right? I mean, it's, you gotta you gotta have that happen, so. <laughs> uh, I'd bet on him. I'd put money on him. I wouldn't put a lot, and I would ask for odds. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I'd do fair it. Enough. Oh, he could use Sonic. That's right. If he main Sonic and and sub the Fox, that would even be per- more perfect. Interesting. There yeah, you we'll go. see. We'll there see. So, okay, okay. Echo Fox. Sonic. I feel like you should just play Diddy or somebody like that's just like strong, yeah. but not like. Well, I mean, if he learns. I mean, I'm talking about Smash Four. Right. For now. If he learns yeah. Smash Four, yeah. Obviously, learn. we don't know necessarily what the tears will be like in mm-hmm, Ultimate. Mm-hmm, so. mm-hmm. And you know that definitely will give him a slight advantage as well if he does practice in four right now. That'll yeah. definitely if he intends to have any chance, he should definitely yeah, 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 be doing yeah. that. Uh, so then that means he wouldn't do it in three months; he'd have done it in eight months. Well, so, Smash you know. Four. Yeah, but still, Smash Ultimate is the new game, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You know. Uh-huh, anyway, uh-huh. we'll see how that happens. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, next topic I kind of want to talk about as well about Smash Brothers. Uh, Melee, one of the things that, you know, a lot of people have been talking about with Smash Ultimate is how much it seems like they're trying to appeal to Melee players, right? But I've gone online and I've seen a lot of Melee players say that they still don't like it. They're like, as long as you put, if you, as soon as you put in wave dashing in the game, I'll play it, you know, or, or things like that. And um, do you feel like, like, I, I feel like there's still a little bit of uh, pushback and I've seen uh, some top players being like, I'm a Smash fan, I love Melee, and I even dislike the kind of attitude that some Melee players are having towards the game. Do you feel like it is kind of uh, something that Melee players should do? Do you feel like it's like kind of their duty to learn Smash Ultimate, you know? No. No? Well, why bother? I mean, if they, if they have a game that they care about, 
you don't I don't see any reason to have to pick up the next one mm -hmm. that's been the case throughout the other games certainly there are players who stuck with Super Turbo and with Alpha 2 and Alpha 3 and Third Strike and CVS 2 and Marvel 2 I mean every mm -hmm, game mm -hmm. has people who just stick with it and Melee more than almost well more than any other for sure uh why leave if that's the game that you love, <laughs> right? I mean... Well, it's not even necessarily leave Melee. But what about just like, you know what? Armada, Mango, and uh, Hungrybox need to become strong competitors in Smash Ultimate. They need to become people who can make top eights in that game and consistently play it in tournaments. You know what I mean? I, well, I feel like the if they were to allocate some other amount of time to not playing Melee, that they're going to get got. And melee, mm. and that's what matters to them is playing melee and winning melee. I mean, you could—it's like super obvious mm -hmm. from their conversations, even from just at E3. Uh, you know, hearing conversations about how um, uh, somebody—now, oh, who was it? Somebody was asked about how they feel Smash Four is, and their response was melee is the best. It's like it was something <laughs> like that. Uh, oh, th man. Th those guys are never going to leave, and I don't feel like they need to. The the scene is. It built itself, really, so there's no sort of outside need. They're not making a million dollars doing what they're doing, but... Mango if, said that. It was Mango, okay, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Melee is sick, yeah, it was a hilarious uh -huh. story. Um, as long as they're okay with not making millions of dollars, right? stick with it. I mean, but here's the thing, right? As a competitor like them, if they're in that attitude, like, oh, this game still sucks, don't you think that kind of, like, affects the public? Ah, uh, well, you know, I don't that think that they should thing. actively crap on a new game. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm definitely down with that. Yeah, I mean, there's no reason to be a jerk about things. Because right. here's the thing, right? Uh, we, and we were talking about this a little bit on Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, right? We've had some people saying that they don't like Cross Tag Battle because it's not Blaze Blue. It's like, stop expecting it to be Blaze Blue. Just because it's called Blaze Blue doesn't mean it has to play like that at all, right? And I feel like, you know, one of the things that some of these players might want to learn is how to just play a different game, <laughs> you know? Like, and it might actually come back and make their melee game stronger in a weird way. You know what I mean? If they sure, just that's learn... been our experience, right? Right, like, exactly. Yeah. As people who have done this, and keep in mind, Third Strike is probably one of the... Third Strike and MVC2 maybe the most insular communities of, so. of the of the Capcom fighters or of that sure. of the of that the, the non-smash Capcom and I get bugged by that too right like I one of the reasons why I crap on uh, Third Strike all the time isn't even because I actively dislike the game but it's because people are always I have I like I said I don't like pairing I don't like yeah. pairing but a lot of people talk <laughs> about how it's the greatest game of all time and they refuse to play everything else yeah. and in fact you know when Happy Tang's like this is the stupidest thing in Street Fighter 4 and Third Strike is the only game that doesn't do it. Right. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, like, get your head out of your out of your ivory tower here. You know, yeah, like, learn silly. some other things and and gain some knowledge about what's going on in all the other games and everything like that. So you know, and, and it, with those players involved in Smash Ultimate, like, if we could get Mango and Hungry Box and all these guys playing Smash Ultimate, like, I feel like that could bring that scene to an even greater place and something that Nintendo would actually, you know, like, they could start backing it. But if they were in there, like, if that was the continued story yeah. of the Smash was like, yeah. now Hungrybox is killing everybody in Smash Ultimate. Everyone would watch that, and Nintendo would be like, hey, now maybe we might actually put in a pot bonus into Evo. 
Yeah, you know, kind of thing I can like see that. that happening. Sure. I I personally feel like uh, so Hungrybox and Mewtwo King. Mewtwo King's a given. I mean, obviously, he plays all of them. Hungrybox interested as well. I I I just feel like that there there should be a lot of these players giving it a shot. You know, I have seen like I said some melee players that are just like, uh, you know, it's not exactly like melee, so I don't want to play it. And you know, yeah. <laughs> and there's a part hey. of me that gets frustrated by that, like because like I said, even when MVC two, everyone was mad at that. I was like, don't play MVC three, like you think it's MVC. Too, otherwise you're gonna hate it. It's a yeah. different game. Oh, sure. Third strike, you know, same kind of thing. I'm like, stop just being obsessed with just this one game. Sure. Like, there's all these other great games. Even within Street Fighter community, go play Guilty Gear. Go play sure. Tekken. Go play all these different games. I've always been kind of that mindset. So, you know, even within Smash, I feel like a lot of these guys should play it. Do I feel like it's their responsibility? Do I feel like that they're obligated to do it? Obligated is a hard word. Yeah. I, I would not use that word. And in okay. fact, if someone like Mango was like, you know what? You know, like Fox Smash Ultimate. I don't want to play that garbage. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, that's probably it what's is, happening. Yeah, it is what it is. And I'm not going to be like mad at Mango about it or anything like that. But I think they should just play what they want to play. If they like Smash Ultimate, cool. I, I, for sure, you're right that if they were to all play Smash Ultimate, mm-hmm. that, that would be better for the Smash Ultimate scene. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Obviously. Mm-hmm. But there's no requirement that they do so. And. If they want to keep Melee going, you know, that's cool. I uh, I like playing all the games that I care about, you know? And and right. if if I I do like other games too. I like mm-hmm. playing multiple different games, but I didn't I wasn't always like that. And during that time, I would just keep playing ST and Third Strike. Right. I did that for like almost 10 years. I didn't feel like I was missing out on much. In retrospect, maybe I was, but that wasn't how I mm-hmm. felt about mm-hmm. it. And and if they want to, if they feel the same way, if they want to keep with melee, more power to them. Yeah, one thing that, that that is kind of encouraging though is that obviously when Brawl came out, that was the height of the melee. We hate this new game version. Yeah, I mean it went from melee, which is super sick, to having trips like it's tripping on, and being half the speed. Yeah, <laughs> right. You know, and then um, Smash Four came out, and what Smash Four I feel like did was prove that both games can coexist. Yeah, definitely. Really, really, really well. I don't think anyone playing Smash 4 will probably stick with Smash. There'll that be a game few is going to be done. Yeah, so, but in in that case, like, I feel, I'm hoping that a lot of the Melee players realize that, like, accepting and playing Smash Ultimate is not a threat to Melee's existence. Yeah, More just okay. like, I can play this game. I can support it. I won't have to talk down to, about the game. I'm with you on that. You know, they shouldn't talk thing. down about it. Right, but, exactly. You know, if they want to just keep playing their own stuff, then that's cool. Uh, I did keep playing Street Fighter 2. But actually, when Street Fighter 3 came out, that's all I played. Yeah. That was all I played. And then when Second Impact came out, it's all I played. Um, I only did not play Third Strike because I graduated from college, right. and I just wasn't around the arcades at around that time to get good at the game. Right. right? And by then, I had already started hating parries by the time yeah. uh, Second Impact yeah, was, was a, around. That was a so, common perspective Yeah, yeah. at the time, so, for a long time. Uh, really. I always went to the new games. Yeah. Everyone, and playing ST was barely a thing if it wasn't for ST Revival. Right, no, for If sure. it wasn't for that ST Revival group, we wouldn't even barely be talking about ST right throughout, now. So. Throughout the Zeros, very few people actively played Super Turbo. It was hard to get your hands on. Mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. was not a good port that you could easily play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so it just, it, that game was really basically gone for a decade. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Just a few examples otherwise, so. Yep. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, that's cool. Anything else on that one? Uh, no, we can move on to another. I topic. got one for okay, you. Okay. 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 
we, we had a couple of improvised ones we were going to do, but go for it. Uh, yeah, I got one. Um, okay, okay, okay. So the Injustice scene has been on a downturn. Okay. It has the fewest entrants at Evo. Uh, it has few entrants at CEO. It didn't have that many at Combo Breaker. Mm-hmm. Game is a year old, right? It's not that mm. old. Um, a lot of people on the scene are clamoring for a Mortal Kombat 11 announcement, not just because they want to play the game, but because they feel like the scene needs it. Interesting. Okay. Uh, just in okay. order to keep going. What do you feel about that? Do you feel like there needs to be a Mortal Kombat 11 announcement? Well, for me, what's what are people kind of picking as the problems with Injustice? Oh, that maybe it's boring, or that it's not the characters they care about, or it's mm. not the game engine that they care about. It's not the IP, you know, it's not the same mm-hmm, IP. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The NRS scene has just general fighting game players, but it also has a lot of, uh, as Eris says, dragon tattoos. Um, people who are just in it for the MK, right. just Mortal Kombat <laughs> players, and and some of them also play Injustice, but like it's definitely about Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that's part of it. But yeah, some players think that it's a little boring. Some players think that it's not that interesting. Okay. Or they, okay. Or they don't. They don't like the clash mechanic. Like there's different uh, complaints right. about it. Okay. Okay. Um, you know. Uh, my answer really kind of depends on whether or not like what the problems with Injustice are. Does it feel like maybe also that it's just not as interesting because someone like Sonic Fox keeps winning a lot of times? It's not even it, man. I mean, Tweety just won Problem right. Breaker, for example. <laughs> That's right. yeah, so yeah. so uh-huh. if anything, there are more up-and-coming strong players now than mm-hmm. maybe ever in, in NRS history. I mean, Injustice 2 might be the most volatile right. since MK9. You know, I mean, probably maybe they should announce an MK11 soon because to be honest with you MK is still the heart of the NRS scene it right? is MK I mean it's the reason why I'm so high on Street Fighter and what it can do for the fighting game community it's the IP it's the brand it's the decades of loyalty kind of thing right even if you're brand new to the scene knowing that there is that history like to be able to go back and be like Jeff Schaefer was the greatest Dalsum player in hyper fighting you're kind of like ooh if you're a Dalsum fan or if you're like Tomo was the greatest Guile in Street Fighter 2 you're a Guile fan you're like ooh even if you're a brand new Guile okay. fan there's okay. this, this kind of history okay. and, and that's so important in my opinion to the spread and preservation and also the proliferation of any sort of product right which is why I'm, I'm, I've always been saying Street Fighter I feel like has to be the game that takes us into the next level of esports or whatever like that, right? And um, Mortal Kombat has always been in that position as well, except it's just too violent, right? But for the NRS scene, I feel like a lot of the players probably that is where their heart truly lies. Yeah. You know, just to be able to get Scorpion in here, get over here again, and you know, stuff like that. So, you know, uh, I could... If we want to break the NRS cycle, it's probably best to break it with on Mortal Kombat than it is to break it on Injustice. Yeah. So... Yeah, announcing a new Mortal Kombat, maybe at EVO, and then resting a little bit on that might actually work out a little bit better. I, I think I agree with you, to be honest. Uh, if, if there was going to be any point to disrupt the schedule, probably during an MK game would be better. But this has been the NRS cycle for, for a long... <laughs> and I don't just mean the product uh, cycle. I mean that the first year of the game is active, and then the second year is not as active. Mm-hmm. It's been like that for the last three games. Right. Um, so, I, so I'm not concerned for the NRS community, because this, to me, is just how it goes. Mm-hmm. Like, there are people who play the game when it comes out, maybe the first year, 
and then it drops off a little bit. But by the way, if you want to try playing online, a million people are still on there. Right. I don't know the exact numbers, but like you go on there and you, there's no problem finding anybody to play. Quote against. David now: A million, a million players people. are still playing right now. Yeah, probably so never you know. has been like that, but <laughs> but enough people that you never feel like you're trying to, like you're spending a lot of time trying to find the next casual right. or ranked match. Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm, very easy mm-hmm. to do. Right. Uh, so, I don't I don't feel like it's necessary from the scene perspective because I think that it's it, this is just how it goes. Mm-hmm. But that said, if there if there is going to be a change in the production cycle, I want them to say it. I want them to just say like, hey, we're not gonna have an MK game announced for the next while. Get used to Injustice. Hopefully there's some new announcement for Injustice as well, if that's gonna be the case. But I just want certainty. It's like what I've always right. wanted out of uh, out of NRS. They they became super super good in Injustice too about not overpatching. Yeah. So yeah, so yeah. they did that, but they never at any point said we're not gonna be like we were previously about patching. So everybody came into Injustice 2 still expecting it's going to be the same wild patches. I mean, Everything's going to be the same. So I just I just want certainty about it. Are you going to announce it or not? <laughs> Let us know. And if you're if you are not, then say how long Injustice is going to last mm-hmm, so people can mm-hmm. just play it if they care about it and and drop it if they don't. I mean, I thought it was super cool that Sakurai was like, look, we, we worked hard putting everyone back in there, so just don't expect any new characters, okay? Because I'm sure if he didn't say that, everybody would be like, boy, I can't wait to see who they add besides Ridley, you right. know, and, and stuff like that. So kind of having that, you know, that uh, candidness, right? The, the open, the direct communication. That's what I want. Really That's really what I want. So. And I think in general, NRS is really good about that, uh, especially compared to some of the other FG developers. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I want more certainty on this. So for for me, I am I am personally happy about it because I really enjoy Injustice mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm, it's my mm-hmm. favorite game right now and has been since it came out. Um, but it's I, I know that for many people that's not the case. Uh, it's just that I I like getting into games deeply. You know, like right. I I appreciate playing games for 15 years, 20 years because that's I feel like I still learn stuff. Right. Yeah. yeah. Even uh-huh, still. Uh-huh. So so having one game with Injustice too. We all have ideas about how characters work and what the matchups and tier lists are. There's a lot of characters in that game. There too. are, there uh-huh. are, and they're and they're unique enough that, you know, it's taken a while for some of those characters to really get burned like they may have been able to do, the whole time. So how could it change if we actually played the game for five years? Mm-hmm. I think it could change a lot. Yeah, and I think it'd be fa- fascinating to see. It's just I want to know, what the schedule is, mm-hmm. <laughs> either way. So anyway, fair enough. Fair I. Enough. Uh, I think you're probably right that it's, if there's going to be a delay in the production cycle, during an MK game is probably the best right. way to do it. Yeah, because I mean, even when we were at Game Over, people were playing MK9, right? <laughs> they were still playing MK9. Yeah. I'm sorry, not MK9. Oh, there were people. Yeah, it there was were. 9. It was but 9. But there's yeah, also MKX right. being played, of course. Right, so, yeah, 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 both of them were being yeah. played. So, and, and it was interesting because even there, we talked to some of the players in the Dominican Republic. They're like, yeah, they're just not into Injustice. Dude, it's, They just yeah. like Mortal Kombat. It's not you know just what I mean? them. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I think that's probably, I, I now, yeah, stop, like, kill the cycle on MK yeah. more than anything. Yeah. So I think that's more important. So. In, I mean, in, in the meantime, like I said, I think that the scene is, is actually in a pretty good spot. I do think that there are new up-and-coming players and have mm-hmm. been for a while. Uh and I think that the matchups and stuff are still changing in an interesting way. So yeah, and and it seems like it's the, the, the storylines as well are, are very good too, with Dragon and all these other guys actually being able to beat Sonic Fox. If Sonic Fox was the only guy winning up to this point in time, yeah, the scene would probably be gone. But like, like having Tweety win Combo Breaker mm-hmm, was big mm-hmm. news. Uh, there's there's there are several strong up and coming players, people who even in their teens, 
who are doing really well. Deoxys just did really well at uh, Texas Showdown. It's, right. You know. Okay. So things are changing. Okay. Anyway. Well, uh, I did have one more thing, but I don't even know if this is necessarily a debate or anything. Just more like a what the hell can we do? Okay. But, you know, undefeated, what you said was like 500 viewers... Peaking yes. kind of thing. Red Bull Maybe Conquest. Maybe a little higher than that, but yeah. Peaking at around 1,500, 1,600 viewers. I mean, that's small. And there were some great matches and there good were. stuff going on in those events, right? Uh, I, I was talking to some people about it. Like, you know, it sucks that the numbers are so low. They've tried to promote it. They advertise it and everything like that. And, uh, you know, what do you think the problem is? And how do you think we can fix it? I mean, I can go first if you want me to, but, like... My answer is I just think Twitch sucks, right? <laughs> like, it's just, it's nobody browses Twitch, right? And when you browse Twitch, you browse the game that you are interested in. So if for something like Red Bull Conquest or Undefeated, we play multiple games on the channel, right? So if you're a Street Fighter fan, you're going to go to the Street Fighter page and you're going to go browse the Street Fighter page and they just happen to be playing Dragon Ball. They just happen to be playing yeah. Tekken at the time. So you don't even know it's there. So you shut it down and you're like, nothing's happening this weekend and you don't see it, right? And, and, and when we're at Game Over, it's a big tournament, nobody's watching it because it's a brand new channel. No one subscribed to the channel and everything like that. It's just, it's really hard to find things that you actually care about on Twitch. And it's, Twitch kind of presents the, uh, the, the rich get richer kind of format. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know when I go through Twitch and I'm like, is there a fighting game event on? I have to be like, okay, let me check Street Fighter. Okay, let me check Tekken. Okay, let me check Dragon Ball. And you forget certain games, and after a while, you're just like, I don't feel like browsing this anymore, you know, kind of situation. So I just think that there, we need a better aggregate location of like where fighting game streams are or something like that. But I, I don't, I don't know what the answer to it necessarily is. But it makes me sad that a lot of these events don't get a lot of play. You know, uh, you know, like we could be at Kuwait Battle Royale, and we're like, hey, check out this cool Middle Eastern, you know, like uh, competition here, and it's just. The best we can do is just tweet about it, but what's beyond our tweet reach is everything else, and we can't yeah. reach that, you know? Well, I would say that I think a lot of people browse Twitch regularly. I think that's really common, but it's not as common for niche games, mm -hmm. and fighting games are niche. Mm -hmm. Even the most popular fighting game is niche. Um, Compared to many of the other games out there, so I, yeah, yeah. Like I mean, people are browsing for Fortnite. <laughs> not just Fortnite, but a lot of other stuff. There are people who make their livings as variety streamers, and part of why that works is that people do browse for other games. But that doesn't happen as much for fighting games. For right, sure. But the variety streamers also they succeed because one, they're popular already, and everyone's following them. I mean, sure, but they had to get there, right? And and part of why part of why they got there is that people could, can browse. For other games, because you know, if you look at the top twenty games on Twitch, there's a bunch of different games, and they're all they're all like right up there, sort of the top. So you you know, you're not gonna maybe scroll down to page five where you're gonna find a fighting game, but uh, for other games, it's more doable. So, <laughs> One of the funniest things, though, I will say though, is that sometimes I'll see a random game in like the top five. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. And I look at it, and I'm like. Maximilian, and I click it. Maximilian. Dang, that's pretty. Yeah, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. a lot of times it's him. You mean a fighting game specifically? No, or? and sometimes okay. even just like a completely like random like platform game or something like that. But I was just like, this seems odd. Probably Maximilian, and, and it's him. So yeah. Uh -huh. uh, no, I mean, look, there for us. I would love to have a better way to search through fighting games on Twitch, because. 
for more niche games or maybe for a community that is not built on one game, mm -hmm. well, yeah, most of the communities are built on a single game. Fighting games are not like that. So it's harder to find good fighting game action because you, it's not just one thing that you, have, mm -hmm. that you subscribe mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. I'd like another way to do that. It's just uh, maybe hard to do considering how Twitch is designed. Right. Yeah, and that's the thing, right? People, some people do browse it, but like I said, the harder part is that if something like Undefeated starts up, and only has 500 viewers, yeah. it's going to be way at the bottom. For sure, absolutely, yeah. You're going to browse, you're going to be like, oh, there's no Marvel going on because you're just not even going to scroll that far down, right? Because fighting games are a niche esport. Are they niche, huh? <laughs> oh, my French? Come on. It, I've always pronounced it niche. Is it? It's fine. It's both of them fine. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Twitch is a hard place because it really is designed to be a rich get richer kind of schematic. Yeah. And like, it's very hard for smaller streams to get in there. And so, like, an event like Red Bull Conquest this weekend should have probably been streamed on Level Up instead of Red Bull Esports. But that's all a legal mess all in itself, right? Yeah, it's you know? to do. So it's hard. It's like if it's not on Team Spooky, if it's not on Level Up, it's not on Capcom Fighters, if it's not on Tekken, like people just don't know about it. And it's a frustrating thing. I, I, the only reason why I bring it up is not just because of this weekend, not just because of Undefeated and a Red Bull Conquest, but because of something like Game Over and like Kuwait Battle Royale. Now, obviously, Kuwait Battle Royale and some of those events are tough because time zone problem. Yeah, okay. the, the, the majority of the audience is in America, probably, that's watching these fighting games. But, you know, still, Game Over was definitely within the American time, time zone frame, you know. And Red Bull and Undefeated obviously were as well. And it's, it hurts me. It gets me angry that it's so hard for these channels to yeah, get I the views. And, and it's not even just like when you hear about it. If, it's that weird thing where if you see it's not on the channel that you're familiar with, you're probably like, eh, it's probably not legit. You know what I mean? There's yep. that weird mindset to it, too. Oh, it's not on Team Spooky? It's probably still so whatever, you know. So, I don't know. It's kind of frustrating. So Yeah, that's, hopefully we find a solution to that. It is tough. Yep. <clears throat> Yeah, exactly. So guys like Eris can spread. So someone in the chat says that, uh, you know, Eris had gotten him to follow the Tekken channel. You know what I mean? Okay. So there's, there are, there's definitely those kind of situations out there, but it's very rare. So it's very rare. Oh, there is a Dragon Ball Fighters channel now, huh? Okay. To niche get nicher. <laughs> That's actually the complete opposite of the truth, mm -hmm. but, you know, the niche don't get nicher. Well, they stay as niche, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. <clears throat> can we provide? Can viewers provide topics for the fifty-fifty segment? Absolutely, Peter O six one one. Send us a tweet at Ultra Chen TV or at Jay Chenzo or at Ultra David or all three of them at the same time. Give us topics that you'd like us to talk about, and we will be more than happy to look for those and add that to our lists. All righty. All right. I am happy to keep Bane bombing people for the foreseeable future of myself. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, do you want to take a quick break? Let's take a quick break, sure. and when we come back, we'll talk about BB Tag and then just whatever random fighting game. BB Tag. Okay. Be right back, guys. What up? All right, let's talk about Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle, aka the only video game that I've been thinking about over the past while. Okay. 
Uh, actually, I played Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild yesterday, so that's not. Oh, exactly nice. True. Okay, okay. Which I've come to really like. But anyway, let's talk about BB Tag. So uh, BB Tag, I feel like has been picking up steam before it came out. Well, didn't Steam pick it up though? Hey! Before it came out, very few people were talking about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When I when I tried the demo, I didn't come into it thinking that like it would be good, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not I just didn't think about it either way. I didn't think it would suck. I just like wasn't considering it. Right. And it turned out to be super awesome. Okay. Okay. I for me, it's my favorite versus style game since Marvel Three. Okay. So you like it more than MVCI, even, huh? More than MVCI. What else has come out? Dragon Ball, Skullgirls. Yeah. Okay. Okay. There's not that many entrants in the versus uh-huh, style category, uh-huh. right? But, uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. but yeah, it's my it's my favorite, uh, dude. I just I think that it does the things that Marvel Infinite did that I loved. I feel like Blaze Blue Cross Tag Battle basically does those better for the it, most. Part. It almost feels like you would have been happier if MVCI did have a partner meter to limit. Maybe. So my favorite part about Marvel Infinite is that you can freely tag. I okay. think that's super cool. Okay. Okay. I wouldn't change that. But what I what I like about BB Tag is that you have to think about so you have to think about the partner usage more because of the meter. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. true. So you can you can tag very often for sure. You can assist call very often, but you can't always call and assist while you have another move out because that costs meter, right? That costs partner mm-hmm, tag mm-hmm, meter. Mm-hmm. So. Let me ask you this question, though. Where does MK9's multi-character mode come into? <laughs> you know, actually, it was better than I think people thought. It was, it was really broken, for right. sure, but it was really fun at the same time. Anyway, so, yeah, go uh, on. So, so I really like the partner meter. I think that's really, really cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it's the, All the characters are very unique. They pick the, like, the right characters for it, I think. Okay. They're, all, they're all really cool, unique characters. Uh, even the ones that are the same, like Hyde and you, they're the mm-hmm. same guy, but they actually play differently. So it's, it, it's cool. Um, I, I, I love it in general. So, uh, the DLC characters have come out. The like first set of DLC characters, right. I guess there's supposed to be more. But the first set of them have come out. Uh, I've talked a little bit about how the other characters were already. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing Wald and Tager. I think that team is basically the Hulk Hagar of <laughs> of uh, BB Tag. Uh-huh, sounds um, about right. They're just like big old dudes who are total buttholes, uh, and you can do a lot of things that other characters in the game can't can't really do. Right. Uh, so you're just a big jerk. It's really a lot of fun. Like, what do you think about doing anti air grab with Tager? Right. And the B version takes a little while to start up. So you do anti air grab with Tager, then you call Wald, then you turn him into the point character. So you got the you got the anti air grab up here, and then you do command grab super on the ground. How do you get away from that? Well, you know, I you mean, haven't seen anyone get away from. No, it every yet? character has an invincible DP, okay, okay. so nothing else oh, you can okay, do that. Right, right, but right. Uh, well, almost every character. But um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, you can probably backdash. I guess I don't know. There's ways out of it. It's just you get to be such a jerk. It's cool <laughs> so I'm really having a good time okay. um, new characters have come out as of yesterday night so I don't know that I can speak on them definitively yet but just my quick rundown is that they all seem pretty good they're Jubei, Hakuman, uh, Aegis, Naoto, Carmine, Batista and Yang so Yang is the character that was made for this game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She comes from well, some the, anime the series. Ruby, I don't the know. series it's I not even an anime whatever it's by Monty Ohm. He's the guy who did all the uh, 
little CG fight scenes a long time ago. He did like a Dead or Alive versus oh gosh, what what game was it that he did? It was like Dead or Alive versus Soul Calibur or something like that. And like he just would animate a bunch of fight stuff, and eventually he got his own series called Ruby. So. All right. Well. Yeah, and and he passed away recently too, oh. which is actually I'm really now really sad. Can I make light of it? Yeah, because the thing is, he passed away before this all even happened too, that's which kind of sucks. Okay. Yeah, it I really was does kind of planning to rip on it. Well, it was Final Fantasy. It. That's what it was. DOA versus Final Fantasy. That's what it was. Okay. Dead so Fantasy. Yang yeah. seems pretty interesting. She's she has a ton of auto guard. Uh, you know, it's like KOS style, mm-hmm. just guard point. Right, like so. As you're attacking, you're not necessarily taking damage. You're just moving on through. Right. Uh, she's got a lot of that stuff. She's got command grabs. She seems like a like a big bully. Okay. Uh, okay. Good damage. I'll try her out. Um, pretty pretty good movement, especially for that for that style. Uh, Batista, I'm a little disappointed by, but oh, that's just how it's just. Her transition to this game is just going to be like that. The, the Does game, she still have charge attacks at all? No. Yeah. Every ah. every character every character is only quarter circle back and quarter circle forward. That's ah. that's all there is. Okay. So okay. for Batista in Undernight, of course, she had reverse Sonic Boom and reverse Flash Kick motions, mm-hmm. which meant that as the player, there those are strong options. So you had to like figure out how to incorporate them in the game. She's, and she also don't forget had Zonk too to throw the crystals. Right. Out. Yeah. Diamonds so and stuff. Yeah. She, she doesn't was, have that either. Yeah. So uh, so to me, the most uh, interesting points of the character are gone. I still think that she's good. She's a good zoner for sure. I just don't think that she's as interesting personally. Mm-hmm. Um, Carmine, I think though, did make a really good transition. Okay. He's basically okay. Carmine. Okay. Still, like he's you know still Blood Boy and all that stuff. Yeah, like, like he yeah. costs life when he okay. does stuff. Even okay. on a, as an assist, he costs life when he throws out the the scythe. Um, puddles are still the same, pretty much. Okay. Like he's basically okay. the same dude. Okay, so cool. I, I think I think he came in really well. Maybe I'll try him out then. Uh, Naoto, I think, is really good in the context of this game. She, you know, she she has gunshots, but you can cancel them into a dash or you just let it go. Mm-hmm. So in the context of Persona. That's a very different meaning than in the context of this game where having a side-to-side mix-up means that you have an assist that's backing you up, and now you can have real big damage hit confirms out of side-to-side stuff. Okay. So she, I, I think she has not just competent zoning, but also really good tricky pressure up close, tricky side-to-side stuff. Okay. Um, I think she is definitely strong. Uh, Hakuman, right? Hakuman. I saw a combo from Hakuman that did like... <laughs> 8,000 damage at like one bar and yeah. like no partners or something yeah. like he, that. He still does a, a ton of damage. But he doesn't need faithful. to build up all the stuff anymore, right? Not. So that seems really kind of good. I think that is good. I mean, I think he's it's kind of like the same as Batista where I think he's good. It's just less interesting because you don't have the meter mm-hmm, building in the same mm-hmm. way that you did before. So you don't have to like budget in the same way. Uh, but yeah, I think he's good. He's got good buttons. He's got... Uh, good damage. It's, he's just a solid character. Okay. I don't know that he's like particularly strong, but but pretty good. Okay. Um, I guess uh, they definitely nerfed for sure. Like gun gunshots yeah, are yeah, yeah. worse for sure. Oh, um, right. Movement that's is a right, little bit right. worse. I guess was basically the new of Persona, right? <laughs> I guess that's a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that she's probably good. She's just a little bit. She's maybe like not what you would expect if you played that character in Persona. Okay. okay. Uh, and then the last one, Jubei, I think is really good. He has. Uh, did you ever try him out in Blaze Blue? Nope. So he has. He had really funky movement, and he retains that movement. He has uh, the run that everybody has, but, or most characters have. But mm-hmm. he also has a forward dash that corpse hops. Oh, Not yeah, just yeah, that it just yeah. it just uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. just switches sides. Yeah, I definitely saw the little video clip of the the, the hungry cat. Exactly. <laughs> that caramel Jenkins treated us. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. That is that's true. Yeah, that was really funny. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, so so he has he has that, and and again, in the context of an assist game. 
having that kind of side switch is really good. Like it's just it's just not going to be bad to have the ability to throw out an assist yeah, yeah, yeah. and then which side am uh, I going to be uh, on? Okay, Confirm okay. either way. Like that's just legit. But he also has, and I don't know what they're called. They're, they're like seals, like bang seals, um, where he can put them up into the sky and then move in a very funky uh, manner. Again, for cross up or not. So you can throw out a bunch of seals and they do. They just go and run around and go. Or or you know, you as know. soon as I said the word seals, I was yeah, like, this is where James is going. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, took me a while because I was doing research. <laughs> yeah, so he's he, he still has that stuff. Uh, he has he has good pressure, good overheads and stuff. I, I think I think he seems really strong. To me, if I were to say which one of these characters I think is the strongest, I would say Jubei. But okay, okay. Uh, it really I feel like it could really be like almost any of them, just depending on how it turns out. Sounds, Probably not Agnes. Sounds like that character really might good. actually be kind of interesting for me to look at. You should look into him, dude. He's really fun. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, my problem with the game is I just haven't connected with any of the characters so far. Like, just I've gone through so much of the cast and just messed with it. But I think that just comes from the fact that the game is so limited. You know, well, that there isn't true. that there well, it's it's less limited once you start throwing in the assists and, and using utilizing that. But when I'm labbing one character by themselves, I feel like I run out of things to do very, very quickly. And just because I just don't feel like I have a lot of options, I don't have a lot of routes, a lot, a lot of routes for things, you know what I mean? I really need to sit down and play it against somebody with like actual, like trying the assists and doing crazy things Let me like know when you want to play, man. So, I'm down. But, you know, I haven't played it against anybody yet, but from the time that I, because you know how I said like with certain games, I sit down in training mode and I just get excited about yeah. it, right? Like I haven't gotten that quite oh, yet. Dang, really? Oh, man. But, but I will also blame one thing on it too. I think one of the biggest things that is getting in my way is that the only time I've played it is literally on my Switch. I'm playing it on a PS4 pad, so I'm having trouble doing some stuff, and it like, feels uncomfortable, yeah. and it's probably giving me some bad associations with yes, it that if yeah. I just went to a joystick, I'll probably be fine on. So I, I think some characters are kind of limited in what their solo combo routes are, for sure, but there are other characters that I think have really interesting ones. Like, yesterday, I spent a good couple hours finding a way for Tager to do so if you have nine bars and your opponent's dead and your partner's dead uh, and you got and you have like called assist often enough you have access to an instant kill right right uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so and also in resonance mode you constantly build up meter so what I did is I, I threw spark bolt which costs one bar and then I tried to find a solo combo that would take enough time so that it would automatically build back up to the nine bars mm. so that I could then combo into instant kill. Mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. took me like a good hour and a half, two hours to okay, find. Okay. And I ended up finding it. Okay, I just okay. like was trying all these sort of, how do, how, do, how do I squeeze out the last little like few frames? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, I, and I ended up doing it. It's just, okay, okay. so there's, I think, some really interesting combo choices and interesting routes too. Like as, as walled, there are things where if... The assist hits in a combo. I don't get double wall bounce right, okay, combo, okay. so I need to remember that and find what the different better option is. But if I, I do have that, I can do that. And if I want to spend a bar, it's a different story. If I want to spend four bars, it's a very different story. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think that there's a lot of combo choices to be made. It's not just uh, like AAA, BBB, stuff like okay, that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, for the most part... I don't know, maybe the characters I'm picking are particularly not interesting or something, know. but like... For the most part, I haven't been able to find too much of a variety. And usually when I do find something cool that looked like it should totally work, you can tell they designed it intentionally so that it doesn't work. Oh, yeah? And it makes me really sad. Like what? Like uh, Blake uh, has uh, this boomerang thing that she throws out, right? And I have this cool combo that sets it up that I can juggle them with it, and it knocks them to the floor, and they slide on the floor. 
and it totally looks like I should be able to down A and pick them up, but it's always like one frame too late. Like, they just won't let you do that. All right, yeah. And I feel like that would have been cool. Linne has all those ability to cancel fireball on the dash. Yeah. And I keep thinking there's got to be some, like, cool knockdown fireball OTG and yeah. the dash forward and then juggle. None of that works. Like, all the cool stuff that I feel like I want to do doesn't work with I the characters know, that I have. And the only way I can make it work is if I put an assist in there. Well, that's a team game. Yeah, I mean, so it's a team game. So, like, yeah. it, just, it just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just bad luck that, that I keep running into that so yeah I, I think that Wald and Tig are very interesting when it comes to combo routes mm -hmm. uh, I'm I'm not I'm not disappointed with them at all on, okay. on that front okay so. yeah uh, but yeah I mean so if you, if you haven't tried it it's a game that is all about auto combos AAA BBB etc some characters have like back AAA chains and there's not that many chains per character really mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. just the way that it works out at least for the characters that I've been looking into you can chain them in, in together in interesting ways, or link in and out oh, of them e in interesting ways. Linnea's EX more fireball. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I just mean the regular fireball. So someone says you can do that dash combo with the EX fireball. Maybe I should try the EX fireball then. So I, I don't know. Okay. But like for 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 example, with with Tager after Spark Bolt, which is a wall bounce, you could just do a a a a a, and it does like six thousand damage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Pretty good. Right. But you could also do five a jump cancel, air a a. B, then jump again, A, C, into, which gets the knockdown, and then you call walled assist, and he picks the opponent up, and then you do another spark bolt, and it ends up like 10,000 damage. Right. Okay. So th okay. it's, it's not, if you just are doing auto combos, you can get by, but it's not at all awful. Yeah, it's, it's weird, because the first, when I played the, the demo, and all I could use was Jin and Ragna, I was finding a lot of cool stuff with those okay. characters. And so I was like, oh, cool, Jin has this really cool combo. When I first played it, I was like, oh, cool, that even though with auto combos you can find cool routes. And for some reason, like, all the other characters that I picked just haven't had that. I see. Like, I don't know if that's the case or something, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'll, I'll try. I, I'll keep, I'm going to keep going through more characters. You should. Like, Hazuma, like, because his B button is so different, right? Like, anytime you get anyone to the air, his air combo is literally... Jump A A A A A double jump A A A A A C like that's his air combo and yeah. like that's the end of it. But like it was weird because Ragnar had uh, cool air moves that brought someone to the ground. So when you came to the ground, I can cancel the super. Most other characters, their air C doesn't do that. They right. just pounce into the air. So you, and a lot of characters don't have air super. So I'm like, let me try a special move, and then it doesn't do anything. And so the combo always ends up there. But Ragnar gave me something cool. Jin had that cool ice move in the air, so that I could jump C ice them into this right, okay. blade that hit them, and I could land and then jump up and do cool stuff again. Like, for some reason, the characters that I'm trying are not having that, know, so dude. it's, like, it's, really frustrating. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I, yeah, maybe Hazma could do a lot more. Maybe I just need to find some more stuff out, so uh, I'll have to test it out. I actually really want to go uh, on YouTube and just, like, look up some combos I'm sure and stuff, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah for so. sure. Yeah, Rachel's a very interesting character in the okay. game. She uh, is not the same as in Blaze Blue, of course, but right. she, they still kept her very interesting and pretty unique. That's really interesting because, like, every time I do a, like, when I do Hazma A A A and I hit B, like, that doesn't combo. Like I A and a B, A and a B doesn't combo. So I'm trying to figure out what the heck that he can also do. Like, I have no idea. Down A. I haven't looked at them. Down A or a special move. Yeah, I mean, if someone couldn't explain to me, like, what else that he's supposed to be able to do, I just didn't have any other really options or anything like that, so. Okay. Because you have jump canceled? 
Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, oh, okay. a, 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 double jump, a, 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 oh, okay. a, C. That's what I just did. So, yeah, okay. I I, again, I, I do think that BB Tag is, does have cool combo roots, mm -hmm. at least for some of the characters. The characters that maybe I happen to be playing, I don't mm -hmm. know. Uh, they, I think, really have, do, have, do have interesting combo routes. And like I so saw, I've been playing new Yukiko also, and Yukiko doesn't have a ton of combos, but you do have to make interesting choices about where you want the opponent right. to end up, mm -hmm. whether you want to build like a little fire counter or whatever it's mm -hmm. called. Uh, I, yeah, so I, I, I'm... That, that, I don't think it's lacking on that side of it. It's not like right. the focus per se, but I do think it's good on that and side. And also keep in mind too, as a person who used to always do combo videos and try to come up with combos myself, Going and finding combos online sometimes feels like cheating to me. Like, I want to see what, what the mean. game can give me yeah. without having to go and look them up. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm always curious that way. So, Okay. Okay. I do um, think it has cool combos. Yeah, man. Well, dude, Raph, I was playing against just some random online earlier today in the morning, and I, I was hitting him with the double wall bounce walled combos. Mm -hmm. And after we played, you know, it goes back to the lobby, and... That person wrote that they were upset that I was doing an infinite on them. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They're like, you, you know, nice. that's gonna get patched out. Come on, yeah, learn, learn to play. Learn right, to play. Right. And, was, of course, of and course. so there's there's like a, you can type stuff if you want to, which is what they did. Uh -huh. But there's also like a list of automatic responses, you know. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And one of them was no can do. So he was like, learn to play, and I was like, no can do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Okay. Well, um, anything else that you want to say about it? Oh, dang. Were you the random? Were you? Just frame lane. Come on, just frame lane. Was it you? I hope so. Ah! That'd be funny if it was That would be him. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> dang, was it? I just, no, I don't think he, I don't, I don't think, think so, it, man. I don't think it's him. I don't yeah. think it's him. I, so. I feel like if you're watching an FGC show, yeah, you're I know, probably right. not that you're, guy. You're not going to say that exactly, yeah. so. Okay. Anyway, it's a really good game. I highly recommend everybody checking it out. It's the talk of the town. It's it's interesting because oh, and um, just to reference what Raf was previously referencing, so uh, he's going to be hosting a, an online tournament next Sunday, June twenty fourth. Okay. Uh, you can follow him on Twitter at Raf underscore tx. It's the same name that he has here. Okay. On Twitch. What games are there going to be? It's going to be BB Tag. Okay. Okay. So I'll be so on there commentating. Nice. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, also with Makoto Scrub, uh, Raph, are you going to be commentating too? Because he, of course, does commentate. It's kind of. It's called Fate's Crossing. <laughs> nice. Okay. Can't believe that turned into a meme in some way. He'll be working and commentating. There oh, okay. Sweet. Okay. That's cool, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's something that I'm looking forward to doing. I haven't commentated the game yet, but it's a I'll blast. I'll have to watch it because really I haven't really it. had a chance to sit down and watch any of the matches yet. Ooh, either. it's a fun one. I don't know anything about the flow of the game, and that's the problem Oh, right dude, now, yeah? So, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things about it is the flow of the game because it's so different match by match. There are some matches that go by in the blink of an eye because right. you're just yeah, mauling uh -huh, each other, mm -hmm. but then there are matches that are really slow, and it's not even just like matches where there's a dedicated zoner and a dedicated grappler right it's there's also matches well, that are like that where it's just slow I, I don't even mean that kind of slow like, I just mean like in terms of when the game is played how fast is the meter spent you know how because like, oh, like what what systems are being used repeatedly you know what I mean do you use that standing C overhead a lot you know Some that kind of sure. thing 
because like in Dragon Ball, that was the same thing when I tried to learn that game. I was like, I need, and then it was just like Super Dash, Super Dash, Super Dash, Dragon Rush when you play against online players, you know? <laughs> the, like, the overhead is, <laughs> like Jin's overhead is super fast, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but punishable. And Wald's is not that fast, but you can space it out at a range where it's basically safe because it's okay. half screen. It's gigantic. Okay. Okay. So it, it, that is a really de character dependent thing. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, check it out. Uh, that'll be June 24th, Sunday, a.k.a. next week. I'll be commentating. Uh, Raph will be there as well. I'll definitely tweet about it before it happens. But, but if you haven't watched it, then check it out. What time is it going to start? That's a good question, Raph. What, kind of, what time is it going to start? Okay. I don't remember. We'll get that in there. Um, I think we can do... Uh, it was open entry, Beta Dude and Fame eight. So that'll be six thirty. Yeah, sorry, eight thirty p.m. Central Time, six thirty p.m. Okay. Pacific Time. Cool. On on Sunday, huh? On Sunday. Okay. So it's pretty late. It's pretty late in the day then. Be able to say 500 is not too shy. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, Melee is 432 entrance. Okay, nice. Okay, so there you go. Yes, this is for CEO. CEO is in a week and a half. Mm -hmm. Coming up soon. Then Tekken 7 is at 343. Nice. So between Dragon Ball, then to Street Fighter V, then to Tekken, it's about 100 drop-off between each game. Right. So Dragon Ball to Street Fighter, 650 to 550 to 450, essentially. Didn't you kind say of think about it. So, uh, Dragon Ball 650. Street Fighter 550. Yeah, Street Fighter 550. Oh, Tekken Melee 430, Tekken 340. I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So each one of them is about 100 right. drop-off, right? So, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I skipped Melee. Sorry, that, that's my bad. Okay, and then uh, Guilty Gear Exit Rev is 159 entrance. Injustice 2, 143 entrance. Right. Uniel, 110. Oh, Unist, nice. 110. Let's do this. That's Let's really go. cool. DR Extreme Pro, because they're doing the uh, crossover thing, right? Uh, 105 entrance. Super Turbo, 91 entrance. Okay, all right. Okay, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite, 90 entrance. Dang. Third Strike, 88 entrance. All now, right. Is this Super Turbo the one that Capcom is running, or is this a, a separate one? You know what I mean? I'm yes. not sure. Oh, man. I think it is. Okay, it is? Okay, okay. And then, uh... Oh, no, was that already at... That wasn't Combo Breaker, right? Was that Combo Breaker? Maybe. No, 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 no. The Super Turbo event is at, is at CEO. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, MVCI is at 90. Entrance, Third Strike is at 88. Uh, Killer Instinct is at 80. Nice. King of Fighters is at 43, and CVS 2 is at 41. All right, let's go CVS. Yeah, so once again, MVCI not yes. doing too well here. DDR, so. what, was, what was DDR? DDR was 105. Uh, In the Groove 2 Customs was 64 entrance, and Pump It Up Prime 2 was at 42. Do you know the difference between those games? Yes. Okay, what, like what are the... Well, um, basically, I can't remember if it was Pump It Up or In The Groove, but one of them, I think it's In The Groove, is the one that's designed with the five buttons. So there's the center, and then there's the diagonals okay. instead of the four, oh, okay. four cardinals. I can't remember which one is which. I, I might be backwards on that one. But the actually, that might have been Pump It Up, but the other one is just like a... It, on on crack version of DDR where they have like bombs that you can you you can't step on because oh, in DDR okay. you can just like step wherever you want and stuff like that. So uh, pump it up is the one that has the diagonals. Okay. There you go. So pump it up is the five tiles one. So in the groove is the one that has the the, the like bombs and like crazy different all these in, all these different like modifications that you could like wavy arrows and all this kind of crazy and, and things like the that, competitive so. side of that is is that. 
what your score is, or is it like I don't know how they're doing it. Okay, I don't know how the, if this is because there's two. There's there's two. There's styles, and then there's perfect okay. attack. Okay, right. So styles, you do it, but you have to make sure you pass the song, right? Sure. So, so that but it's like a dance. It's step. like cut, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And, or or a routine. It doesn't have to be a dance. But then there's also perfect attack. I don't know what which ones they're doing. I don't know what they're doing here. Oh, so. Do you know if that'd be streamed? Does anybody know that? I'd, Probably. I would imagine. Well, I guess so. I'll be there, so I'm not yeah, gonna be able to stream uh-huh. to see it streamed. But I'd like to see what that looks like. Right. Anyway, yeah, those are those are big numbers, and it's going to be. I guess we'll talk about it more next week, but uh, it's going to be a big, very interesting tournament. Not just oh, that, yeah. but the oh, yeah. the wrestling stuff, the fact that it'll be in the arena. It's like I said, Crackpot new even, venue. Crackpot you know? even got me to be a judge for a DDR dance competition. I don't even know why the hell I was there. Because what the hell do I know about dance? Yeah. But he actually wanted me there because I would be unbiased because I didn't know anything Fair about enough. the history of the players and stuff like that. So it's actually kind of funny. So, oh come on, Kyobi, no, let's let's not do this right now. It's okay. It's okay. All right. So that was CEO. Uh, some more information here. Uh, some more fighting game news. Let's grab this over here. Uh, Canada Cup 2018 is adding uh, has added a couple more games to their lineup, including Soul Calibur 6. Oh, now nice. that they know that the game is going to be out in time, so Canada Cup might be one of the first places to have Soul Calibur 6 because remember Canada Cup takes place usually around Halloween weekend, and I think Soul Calibur comes out like one week before that or something like that. But they obviously, th- but they also added uh, Undernight in Birth EXE hey. latest. So that's really cool. So that brings the total up to a whopping list of 19 games at Canada Cup. I don't know how they're going to do that, dude. It's a lot of games. It was a lot of games. So they added also Blaze Blue Central Fiction, Pokémon Tournament DX, oh, and uh, by Shouju Senshi Sailor Moon S. So Sailor Moon has become an official tournament because it is becoming like the hot Canada is like the hotbed of that this game. Oh yeah, yeah, because like Corey like is one of the main guys. Yeah. a whole bunch of guys are like super into the game, and so yeah, th- it's going to be officially included. Yeah, in Corey there. was telling us all about it at E3. How how hype he is for it. Dude, not only that. Let me see if I can find the news here. There we go. Apparently, the best Sailor Moon S player in Japan is showing up. To Canada Cup to play this oh, yeah. game. Yes. Legendary by Shoju Senshi Sailor Moon S player Koshun will be competing in Canada Cup 2018's tournament. Apparently, he's also a great third strike player, too, okay. as well. So he'll probably enter both. But Legendary. He is the legend. Koshun is oh, confirmed that, to that be their really offer cool. to challenge. That is actually kind of neat. I, I kind of can't believe that there's a legend for it, Dude, but that's I bet very you he's, cool. He's probably going like, he's probably sitting there, he's like, Wait, I can actually win money for this finally? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's go! So, yeah, he's probably going to go out there, but that's actually super By cool. By the way, I love his look. You see his look up there? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah dude. Cool. He's got the scarf and, and like, the thin shades mm, and everything like that. Popular hair. Yeah, exactly. But that's pretty cool. I mean, it would be fun to see everyone blow him up. You know, I mean, for him to blow everybody else Just up. Just however so. it goes. Yeah, the game sounds wild. I've never actually seen yeah, it. Yeah, the game is super broken. I mean, you've seen, like, I, I've never I think seen it's it. like, was it Mercury or Uranus that has, like, the full screen dash and an SPD? And the full screen dash is like, Boop, and she's over there. So like, literally, you can like dash away and go and SPD them like instantaneously. Yikes! From a screen away, and like, 
there's a fireball that does more on chip than it does on hit. Oh, okay, that's you know, cool. and like, dude, there's so many like ridiculous break broken things about this game. So I think that's why everybody likes it. Yeah, is there's because it is so broken. I'm down with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's like there is no, by no means should the game be competitive in any way, shape, or form, but somehow it, all the BS balances each other out. Those so. are some of the best games ever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. like uh, exactly. So uh, how, can you, how, can you not, how can you not want to play yeah. this? Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, we talked about the, uh, the 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 exhibition in at E3 that that the, the wrestling exhibition here. Speaking of CEO, they also revealed the uh, match card that is going to be played at uh, CEO for the NJPW, and Kenny Omega and Kota Ibushi are going to team up. The Golden Lovers are going to team up with each other go okay. up against Tetsuya Naito and Hiro Hiromu Takahashi. So I got it wrong. I got the name wrong. I thought it was Saito or something like that before, but it's Kota Ibushi. I believe that is the one that... Please, chat, let me know that if Kota is the one that he had the Golden Lovers story arc with for a really really long time it's act someone actually did like a really interesting like tweet storyline about it and stuff how they were in the same league and like they kind of like had this relationship but then they like one of them betrayed the other and like and stuff like that so um but please let me know if i'm correct on that one but yes kota ibushi is going to be there that is going to be on june 29th in daytona beach florida so that's the title card right there um, there's also going to be Rapongi 3K versus uh, CMLL's Dragon Lee and uh, Rusuke Taguchi. Um, there's also going to be Bullet Clubs, Gorillas of Destiny versus Juice Robinson and David oh, Finlay. Uh, also, Justin Jushin Thunder Liger versus Rapongi 3K's Rocky Romero. And then also Jeff Cobb versus the Bullet Club's Chase Owens. What's go. Jeff Cobb doing? You know, those people have these wild names. <laughs> Jeff Cobb. Oh, man. But tickets are on sale for that right now. That's all going to be at CEO Cross NJPW. I mean, honestly, every time something in the fighting game community goes viral, it always seems to have something to do with wrestling. So, you know, it just feels like it's kind of like a, a, a match made in heaven between uh, yeah. these two communities. There's clearly like a lot that. of crossover. Yeah. Um, the, that will all be streamed live. Twitch.tv slash CEO Gaming at 8 p.m. Central Time. So 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know from wrestling, that's for sure, but I really liked watching the thing at E3. Dude, and, how and I'm looking forward to watching this too, because uh, I don't know. Why not? How cool was it that at the, the... I mean, that thing that happened at E3 wasn't even just like, it's cool for fighting game, but it was also a really big deal for the wrestling world too. Oh, yeah? Because... WWE and NJPW basically don't ever combine. They never do anything together, okay. right? And Xavier Woods slash Austin Creed, you know, aka Austin Creed, is from WWE, and Kenny Omega is from NJPW, and that's why like you couldn't really promote it as one or the like. It had to be a side thing, like fighting games. They never get the crossover, and at the end, when they are like, you know what, we're actually like admire each other. We're not truly rivals, but this was a big deal. Like we would really love for an actual WWE cross NJPW event. Like they were actually like using that as a oh, platform to kind of push for something okay. like that. So that's cool. It's actually really, really cool. All so right. yeah. Uh, there you go. 
Wow, Gentle Snow says that wrestling companies claimed copyright on wrestler identities. Yeah, I guess that makes kind of mm-hmm, sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they couldn't copyright the wrestlers' real names, of course. Right. Mm-hmm. So you can do stuff. So Austin is his real name? Is it? I Austin think Creed? Austin Creed is his real name, yeah. So uh-huh. he can do stuff as Austin Creed, but not necessarily as Xavier, Xavier Woods. Woods. Right, yeah, okay. yeah. Xavier, Xavier, Xavier Woods. Come on, get that straight, man. Yeah, no, but it was it was pretty cool that they that that was happening at that E3 thing. It was, you know? it was so, cool. Yeah. cool to watch. Uh, let's see, what else do I have from uh, this is Group C? We already did this. Uh, no other things that I have for events, I don't think here. Uh, so Ed, so it's kind of jumping in back to the topic that you ha- you were talking about. Ed Boone talked a little bit about the lack of a reveal of Mortal Kombat at E3, right? Yeah. Do you have any idea what it was that he talked about and? Uh, I think he just alluded to the fact that they're not announcing the game at, not announcing anything at uh, okay. E3. I mean, he says that he do, he did state that they're chomping at the bit to talk about right. stuff, but at the moment that they have nothing right. to announce. So it sounds like that they have something, but they're just following the schedule of announcing. So yeah, there you go. So you never know. It could oh, be. Is that actually Latif? Is that you, Latif? Latif? I haven't seen that guy in forever. That'd be cool. What up? If so. Oh, what up? In any case. Okay. Um. Yeah, people are speculating that MK might be announced at EVO. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. I just, I don't know, man. That seems like such a big, that's like such a, it's not like announcing a character. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, announcing mm-hmm. the next Mortal Kombat, I feel like, is bigger than EVO, if that makes sense. Uh-huh, I don't know, uh-huh. but, but if, for, if they do, then that'd be pretty cool, I guess. I mean, to be honest with you, like... I, I would go... Well, I'm not going to be there, but I would go nuts. Right, I mean, because the thing about it is, though, if you announce it at E3... Like at the PlayStation conference, right? People would be like, "Woo! You announced it at Evo, and it's gonna be like explosion, ah! explosion for sure." Right? For sure. So I think that that's kind of uh, really cool. Okay, it's so yeah, not that Latif, but people are called Latif. It's yeah. a yeah. very name. common name, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but hey, well, yeah, what's up, buddy? Uh, Street you Fighter had announced uh, a couple of new costumes. There's some pretty sick costumes here. I'm, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna sit here and tell you this, dude. And uh, for uh, Ed, Laura, and Ken, they added some Devil May Cry stuff here. So there you go. So that is um, yeah, that's pretty cool looking. That's Ed right there Ed. Uh, as one of the Devil May Cry characters. Okay, which which one? Um, one of them. And here's <laughs> Ken as uh, what I'm assuming this is Dante, right? So I'm guessing this is Nero. I knew. I don't know, dude. <laughs> but that is the Ed costume. This is uh, Ken as one of the costumes over here, and then uh, Laura here as this character. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the costume that is the greatest costume of all time. Okay. The greatest costume of all time. Rashid as Airman. That really is super sick. Dude, so I have super been making sick. that joke forever. You because have. when Mega Man 2 gets the Airbuster, you shoot a tornado that goes up into the sky. Soon as I saw Rashid do that, like first few times I commented, I was even making the Airman noise. Yeah. The, I remember. You know, that goes up like this. This. This is ridiculous Rashid costume right here. It really looks good. Like, it's not even like he's dressed up like Airman. It's literally his it's Air, just Airman. It's just Airman yeah. in there, dude. Super it's cool. It's so good. It's so good. I am... I am... This might be one of the fight costumes that I have to, like, try to get the fight money for. I can see myself like, buying yeah. this costume. It's, I've only done that a couple of times, but this one, sure. 
Yeah. But that's, I, I would love to support specifically that kind of thing mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. It, that is actually cool. Some of the, a lot of the other costumes are whatever, honestly. Right. But mm-hmm. that costume is really cool. Right. And, and I would like, if I could be like, Capcom, do more of these mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I like pay the money. Like if they that, just like okay. did a whole Mega Man pack where they just like turned everybody into a Mega Man character and they just like figured out the right ones to do. Yeah. The only problem is there's only one female robot so like oh, really? they, they, I don't know how they would do that. Yeah, Unless okay. they just made most of the characters like the male robots anyway and it just doesn't matter. Uh, you can like just that. do a certain number. It doesn't need to be all the cast. <laughs> right, that's right? true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that would be cool. So. Okay. I think um, that looks really cool. You guys don't like that? Jeez, get out of here. I think that's cool. <laughs> uh, other cool things that uh, Arika uh, released a video to show a comparison between PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 4 Pro output oh, yeah. comparison, but the whole point apparently was that they could reveal Volcano Rosso oh. is also going to be in fighting the EX Layer. Yes, exactly. Probably one of the more interesting characters that I have always thought was in the EX uh, franchise, although he seemed kind of broken a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. He was the guy who could plant a meaty fireball on you and then cancel him to like a command dash and you could either go to the other side oh, or stay I in front. Totally don't remember that. And so like, he was just kind of cheap. That sounds but really cool. He was one of the, he was one of the strongest characters of that game okay. for sure. So, but yeah, that's, that's, that's really cool. Um, Let's see. Uh, at CEO, more CEO news. Uh, sorry, I skipped this uh, event news. But there will be a playable demo of Smash Brothers Ultimate for attendees okay. at CEO next weekend. Okay, let's do it. So you can go and try that over there. I mean, it's so funny. I, who was it? Uh, was it Zero? Or somebody was like, stop calling it like Smash with a 5 instead of the S. You know, stop this. Call it like Smash Ultimate because that sounds cool, right? But like. <laughs> But here's the thing, right? Like, I've been calling it Smash You. Like, yeah. that's probably not a good idea, right? We yeah. should probably not call I it... I just call it Ultimate, but... Okay, you wanna, okay. You can, you can call it Smush. Yeah, some people, people are calling it Smush. Smush. I don't like that. I dude. think it's hilarious. You know why I don't like Smush? is because there was a Lakers player by the name of Smush Parker, and he that. wasn't very good, so... Yeah, I like <laughs> Smash with 4.5 in the middle of oh, it yeah, as yeah, yeah, yeah. the 4 instead of the A you know it's yeah 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 uh huh uh-huh. that's that's better <laughs> but it will be playable at CEO so that will be super smash awesome smash U who's gonna go to smash U yeah, that's graduate a... from smash U yep can you get into smash U I always wanted to create like a fake college like like South Tallahassee Florida University sure. or something like Trump that Trump University because that's a STFU right oh. <laughs> so I thought that was I'm surprised that there hasn't been that joke made more often you know it seems like such an, an obvious joke right I haven't thought about it okay Southern Tallahassee Florida University it seems like a lot to go through to make the joke but right but I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> So, Soul Calibur 6 has been confirmed by Motohiro Okubo that uh, they are going to have the Create a Fighter thing. It hey. was very popular in previous versions where, remember Justin would make other fighting game members? Sure, like, that was He used funny. to stream that a lot, so that is going to actually be there, uh, as well as a, a season pass for Soul Calibur 6. So, standard fighting game fair now, this is what we do, we have the game, and then we have season passes afterwards, so, you know... Expect a $60 game, and then expect to buy uh, a season pass for more, and or expect to buy the ultimate Soul Calibur six pack, which will have all of the seasons. Sounds right. There. Yep. 
Okay, um... Dang, St. Francis University is a real... Oh, it's called the University of St. Francis? But that's basically what you're talking about. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But it just, it's missing the T in there. Saint, right? so. S-T. People abbreviate oh, that S-T a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, there you go. S-T-F-U, okay. Um, also, it was hinted by Okubu that Talim will be in there. I don't know if you saw his tweet. No. He sent out a tweet that uh, someone was like, please put Talim in the game. And his response was, thank you. Next line. All for, next line, looking, next line, into, last name, la- next line, my E3 interview. Got it. Which, of course, the first letter in all of those spells, Talum. Oh, craziness. Cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. Nice. But, I mean, so maybe he's actually hinting that right yeah, there. So, cool. there you go. Uh, also, I wanted to make one for Astaroth. Uh, one thing. It'd be a long tweet. <laughs> yeah, would be a long tweet. <laughs> Uh, also, um, the uh, people, who was it? Uh, one of the, uh, there it is, producer Koji Nakajima of Jump Force. Okay. Remember the trailer had uh, 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 L, L, Light Yagami and no. Rook, Rook is his name, uh, at the end of the trailer on the top of the building, right? I've seen the first two episodes. Uh, it, the show was really good, by the I've way. Heard, the I don't, I don't mean to blow, blow up. At yeah, yeah, yeah all. definitely. I've, I've only seen the first two. I'm trying to get through most of it. I've had friends tell me all about it and everything like that. But even the second episode is the one that makes you go like, "Oh crap! Like this is gonna be good." So I've only gotten to it. But in any case, um, those two characters at the end of the trailer. So I don't know if you know anything about the show at all. So Light Light Yagami has a book, and uh, basically, is it Light? I think it is Light. But um, he's the one that has the ability to uh, write anybody's name in there, and they will die. So he because Hence he becomes Death Note. Yeah, really? uh, well, the book is called Death Note. The book itself has Death Note written on it in okay. the in the show, right? Rook. Yeah. So basically, everyone was like, "How do you put him in a fighting game? He's going to be unfair because it'd be like round one fight, writes your name and you die, okay, right? Yeah, uh, all right? But apparently, the uh, the producer said that they are not going to be playable in the game. Oh. That they are part of the storyline that weaves everybody together. Okay. So they are going to guest in the game and they're not actually going to be in there. But the reason why the show is actually really good, I'll I'll just say this much right now is yeah. that the detective who is go- who's basically made it his mission to stop him and I know the plot changes very drastically like during the course of the show as per normal right but he never reveals his name and basically it becomes like this really cat and mouse game for him to try to find out what the detective's name is so he can kill him but like he has to know their actual name yeah he has to know their actual (laughs) name and know what their face is so he does a good job masking his face and then hiding his name but I heard that the way that they trick each other is is very is very really intricate and really intelligently written so so there you go so (laughs) People posting posting spoilers. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm not That's gonna fine. brag uh, on it at all. I just haven't watched it. Okay. Uh, also, another thing is uh, apparently the Neo Geo Mini that we talked about yesterday that they you know had on display at E3. Yeah. They're actually selling a pad that's going to go along with it, oh, so yeah. you can actually control uh, connect it with a little. Uh, pad. It is going to be sold separately. Okay. Uh, however, there is no information on a joystick that they might ship with it or anything like that. Yes, we don't know anything, but they are considering an arcade stick for the Neo Geo uh, Mini. 
Does it say, is it a USB plug-in? I believe so. I remember seeing pictures, and in fact, I think that... Oh, oh is that a little micro I'm not USB sure. there? I, I can't tell. I can't tell, so... Or mini, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. But uh, from what I had talked I to, listen. I talked to Gibby a lot. Obviously, he's one of the biggest uh, NK, SMK guys there is. And he said that the actual the, the Neo Geo Mini is really cool. It's really accurate. Yeah, it looks, like, oh, okay. All the bugs are in there, so the ports oh, are really accurate and stuff like oh, that. Oh, that is cool. So, okay. So the controls are a little wonky, obviously, because yeah. the thing is small and everything like that. But, you know, in terms of, like, if you want to go play, like, some of the old games, it's really cool. However, the American and the Japanese versions are different. Oh. Kind of like the SNES Mini that came out, how they had different oh. games on them. Oh, I didn't so know that. So apparently the U.S. version has all the Metal Slugs on there. But uh, missing a few KOFs, but the Japanese one has like has all the KOFs on there, and missing a few metal slugs oh, and stuff okay. like that. Okay. So, so there you go. Huh. So USB-C is what people are saying. Okay. So it's just a USB-C thing. Cool. So. Cool. Uh, also, uh, Arxis put out this crazy like timer on their website in like the font that looked like kill a kill and so everyone's like oh my god are they gonna make a kill a kill fighting game this is nuts and everything or like are they gonna add kill a kill to blaze blue cross tag battle or whatever mm. blah 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 and then the timer ended and the website said go watch this show so it was an announce it was a timer to an announcement to tell you to go watch a show because during that show they showed a commercial okay. for the actual announce to like people gotta stop doing this. <laughs> seems it's the dumbest pretty thing. Pretty attenuated. Ever. Yeah, it seems pretty stupid. But they made you go watch it and sure enough it turns out that Arxis Works is publishing a ah. kill a kill game that is an arena fighter. Ah. So it's another arena fighter, but oh, they are those publishing are very successful it. Yes. Uh, they are publishing it, but it is being developed by uh, A-plus Games. Okay. Uh, which was the developer, apparently, of uh, Little Witch Academia, Chamber of Time, also published by Arxis Works. I think A-plus Games is, might be like a side company of Arxis. I, I remember reading like something about that. Publisher. Yeah, or something like or that, but developer. I might not. Or just like a company they go to to hire oh, a lot, you know, kind of thing like that. But it's not being developed directly by Arxis, oh, and it's not a true fighting game. It is an arena fighter. So there you go. So a lot of people were kind of mad about that because it's literally a timer for this and to, to make you watch a show. To see the, it's like yeah, it's kind of funny, but you know, yeah, I get all, being annoyed all, by that. We're all sick of an announcement of an announcement, right? Yeah. Here's an announcement. Tune in on this day for this announcement. You know, for it's sure. like why did you give me an announcement for an announcement? So yeah, there you go. And then finally, uh, Corey Gaming. Uh, I like to talk about the content that he produces. He's producing lots of contents. He does this full yeah. time now. That's right. So uh, something that you might want to check out and help support him, Gerald Lee, of course doing a lot of good stuff, and I still think it's funny that I figured out that Core A is a pun on Korea. <laughs> and uh, basically, the latest thing that he did was he talked to NL and Oil King and interviewed them and talked how different philosophies on how they deal with nerfs and buffs oh, okay. in Street Fighter V, and the little picture that he made was actually really funny. So, um, let me just put it on the screen here for you guys. I guess he had a Rashid and a Kami action figure, and he uh, <laughs> pulled the arms off the Rashid and gave Dang. him the Kami. So there you go. So now Kami is extra beefy, buffy, buff, buff. So there you she, go. She has pretty beefy arms anyway. Yeah, I guess that's pretty true. So there you go. So that's that. That's cool. Yep. Uh, so that's all I have for uh, video game news. All right. Do you have anything else that you would like to add? Yeah, like I mentioned, I started playing. Breath of the Wild again, okay, which I okay. initially thought was not good. 
Not terrible, right. but not good. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and after I uninstalled Civ, because I was cracking out on it too much, <laughs> I basically wanted a single-player game to play to kind of decompress from... I can't always play competitive games, right? So I decided to fire that one up because I only have two games for the Switch. <laughs> so it was either that okay, or, okay, okay. or Mario. Uh, and you know what? I like it. I like Breath of the Wild after okay, all. Okay. It's really rare that I have experienced starting out with the game, disliking it, and then coming around to actually mm. yes liking it. Okay. It's only happened a couple of times. And this is definitely one of the most prominent examples of it. I think in the final analysis, it's a good game. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if you're talking about decompression games, you basically can't get a better decompression game than, yeah. than Breath of the Wild. Around. Yeah, you're just running around exploring and stuff like, like that. Like, I, I beat the game a while ago, so at this mm -hmm. point, I'm just... Looking for all of the shrines, yeah. like you know, yeah. for maxing out my gear, or whatever, mm -hmm, stuff mm -hmm, like that. Mm -hmm. uh, finding all the memories and like, I'll, I'll right, tell which you, I did. Was, I'll yeah, tell you this cool. right so now. It's actually pretty cool. Airplane rides, God. Mm. I spent a five-hour airplane ride one time looking for one shrine. Dang. That I still didn't find that shrine, by the way. Like I did not find that shrine, and it is. The funny thing is, I tweeted about this. I was like, I could not find the shrine. I was looking for five for five hours, yeah. right? And someone responded with this area. He just named the area, and I was like, that's the exact one that I was looking for. And like, he didn't oh, tell he me how to get. The problem he knew, was, yeah, 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 he knew what the problem was. So the, there's one shrine that's like that annoying. How, how do you know if you have shrines left to find? Um, is there like a did counter? You not, did you not turn on the the, the radio, the the, the, the yeah, radar for I have it? it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I just you just hear the beep beep beep. beep. But there's not there's not like an in-game counter like you've. Oh found no. There's I, I think there's just X a known there's just a known number of okay. them out there. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh -huh. But like literally, it was like it might not have been five hours, but it's definitely like four hours. I was running around and like marking things on the map yeah, and stuff like I that. Like that. That's and cool. it's literally in the middle of like a mountain range, and I'm just like. Oh, and so I have gone everywhere on the edges to see if there's a tunnel. And oh wow. God, I could not find that thing. That thing drove me nuts. Yeah, Shadowrun is on the Switch now. Did yes. you get all of the Koroks? <laughs> there's like 900 of those things. That seems absurd. Yeah, and I know D1 did it on his stream no. too. I don't know if there's a way to eventually detect Koroks as well, maybe. Because you can detect I anything. Guess, yeah. Right, and I still haven't figured out how to do that yet. I, I don't know why. What? I can't get it to work. Like, you just take a picture of a thing. And as long as it's something that is in the compendium... Right, you should be able to do that, right? You can just right? search for it, yeah. I'll have to, to double-check that again, but I haven't used that ability at all, and I've been looking for, like, lizards and stupid... Oh, I just did that yesterday, well, two days ago, to find, like, fire lizards or whatever yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, so I could, uh, exactly. I could level up my heat gear. Oh, 120 shrines total. There you go. So. Oh, I don't think Civ is on the Switch. I didn't mean to suggest that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that what I said? My no, bad, well, you just so. said I un uninstalled it. And then you're like, I only have two games on the Switch. Oh, you know, so I, I think I it was just confusing. It from Steam. Yeah, 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 I see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, there you go. Okay. Well, that's spoiler. Fireball Stars. Thanks. This is on the DLC. Can someone ban him? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I've been thinking about buying the DLC because I ended up liking the game. Yeah, I haven't even gotten the DLC yet. I haven't either because I thought I didn't like the game, but lo and behold, it's pretty cool after all. Oh boy, my opinion Axiom, on the U.S. Oh, leaving God. the U.N. human rights. I mean, what can you even say about? Dude, it's like the he, actual United States pulling out of the human. I rights just count. feel like at this point in time, oh, yeah, he just wins. keeps. You know. I just feel like he just keeps doing really stupid things to distract us from the last stupid thing that he did. Well. I don't think that he is smart or well-planned enough to right. be mm -hmm. thinking about it like that. I think always the easiest way to explain Trump is just that he's 
not very smart, racist, wants to make money, and narcissistic. I just I feel like if you right. just it's just four things. Dude, He's honestly, not a complex person. Honestly, he I, I made the joke on Facebook. He probably saw Independence Day and was like, I can do a better job than Bill Pullman, you Maybe. know, at defending space against aliens. So I'm gonna do this, right? And then I even made the joke, he's like, um, actually, Bill Pullman's not Bill Clinton. And he was like, I could play saxophone better than Bill Pullman, you know? like, <laughs> uh, Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I mean, the Space Force idea is not a new one. It's been around for a long time. But it's actually against treaties that we are party to to create a Space Force. It's illegal. Right. So well, I guess we could pull out of that thing, too. Why not? What is, what is law? I don't, I don't know. I, I really don't think he's a contradiction in contradictions. I really think it's very on the surface. There's nothing else there other than he is not a very smart he's racist who is a narcissist and wants to make money. Yeah, I really think that's it. He basically is a kid that grew up having everything that he wanted and he's never grown up. By his own admission, he actually said this, that he doesn't think that he that he's basically the same guy he was when he was six. Right. He has actually said those he's words. He's actually said that. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. So I, I really don't think that there's anything else there. It's just it, so if if people want to look into sort of what the grand strategy of it is, I believe the people around him may have intentions on that, but he himself, I just can't imagine that's that's the case at all. So so for for this kind of thing. Um, I'm not surprised because there's a movement that's outside of him that wants us to be outside of the UN at all. You know, they just they want to get rid of the UN. That's what the Bolton appointment is about. It was the same idea when when Bush thought about appointing him. Uh, it's what it's what his current representative to the, to the UN is about. So that that's a, that's a long-standing thing among conservative people in the U.S. And he's doing it. It's just that it's it's particularly gross to be pulling out of the UN Human Rights Council. At the same time as the things you're doing are clearly <laughs> right. violations of human rights. You are you're violating human rights yeah, now uh-huh. and pulling out. So, uh, you know, look, the U.S. does not have a good record when it comes to human rights, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, internationally and domestically, it's been a problem for us forever. We, we've often tried to market ourselves as not being violators of human rights or as caring about it. But, uh, you know, the real record is not good at all unless you're, you know, a white Protestant in certain parts of the country. It's it, it, the, the number of people who have actually had great res- results have been few, mm-hmm. honestly. So it's it's not like a new policy. It's just the, there's again as like I mentioned at the start. I feel like we've had this short window of tolerance, and uh, it may be going away at least at least for a period of time, um, or at least becoming uh, so. There are people who have always wanted us to not be tolerant, and they have, they I think sense that they're on the way out, and are doing what they can do to hold on to power. It's like um, they're trying to blindside everybody right now while they can. <clears throat> sure, or it's like it's like uh, if somebody is drowning, and and they're, there's the death throes part of it, right, where uh-huh. there's like flailing, and I think that that's kind of what it is. I don't expect them ever to die off completely mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um, just demographically it's going to be very difficult for them to maintain power so you so you th- see things like extreme gerrymandering um, uh, you know you see things like trying to make uh, or actually having made 
money in politics even worse or making it so that people can't vote or making it harder for them to vote. Those are all to the same goal of making it so that you don't need to actually have a demographic majority. It's a, it's a really, it's a weird time. Um, I've never, uh, I didn't think it would come back in the way that it is. It's, I, I mean, obviously it's not something new as I've been saying, but it's, I didn't think that it would come back, but here it is. It's just frustrating. It's just like every time, every time I see something new that they're doing, like, it's like, it makes me angry because it, there has already been so many stupid things, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just going to keep piling up on top of each other, and I just, I literally just look at this like, we are literally falling apart as a country right now. And um, Yeah, I mean, we've always had these two halves, or maybe not halves, but, but sections of, you know, the one side that wants to have Jim Crow and slavery and all that stuff, and the other side that doesn't. Sometimes there's more of a consensus. A lot of people were in favor of interning Japanese folks, for example. Um, but there's, al- there's always been this contention, and I feel like the moral tolerance side has been on top in the last, maybe since like the 60s or 70s, maybe mm-hmm. more accurately. But yeah, not now, that's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, look, the, the UN is not, is not an ideal organization, so the Human Rights Council has definitely had abusers on it, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, including us, but there, there, there is a, there's a sort of value for PR or or philosophy or whatever in being part of it, or at least not actively pulling out of it. That says something that you want to actively pull out of. Extra gross. There, there is a national uh, protest against what's going on with uh, interning asylum seekers. Uh, that's the 30th of June, so mm. we're actually going to be in Daytona Beach, Florida, during that period of time. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, I was thinking okay. about going, but uh, not going to be around. Okay. Uh, someone in the chat overhaul uh, mentioned something. He's like, as frustrating as these has been, it kind of makes you appreciate that the fighting game community seems to be a very inclusive and diverse group. Uh, I wanted to probably mention at E3, one of the things that I did also do is I attended the We Are Esports panel. Uh, where about uh, women making difference oh, in the what? fighting game community, right? Cool. So there were five people on the panel. There was Zorin, uh, formerly of Yahoo Esports. There's Yunus Chen as part of uh, Cloud9. There's Persia was on there. Of course, we all know Persia, Marvel commentator. Uh, Vicky Kitty was on there. We know her, Smash commentator. And uh, Emily Chow, part of uh, ESL on right. there. What was actually kind of neat about it, you know, they asked questions to them like, where did you get your fighting, you know, like video game roots and stuff like that. But it's actually really cool to have heard that four of them, a lot, of, four of them out of the five started from fighting games. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so Persia, I mean, she started well, with I, Halo, but she went into fighting games yeah. uh, eventually, right? And right. then that's how she got into where she is. Emily got involved with the fighting game community in Toronto. Zoreen got involved with, the, like, she knows all the people who run, uh, like, uh, the Oz Hutto oh, okay, stuff cool. like that. She knows all those people. And Vicky Kitty, obviously, started with Smash Brothers as well. So, you know, it was actually kind of really interesting to see that four out of five of them came from fighting game backgrounds. That is cool. So, Didn't know you know, that. despite the fact that the fighting game does still have some, you know, gender issues and stuff like that, somehow we're paving the way to help people get into, uh, you know, stronger esports positions. So I thought that was actually super that is cool. cool. So I'm, that I'm was actually cool. So, you know, shout out to that, shout out to that uh, talk. It was actually really cool. Yeah. So. Uh, Kulo Demandril, um, if you can avoid politics, consider yourself very lucky. There are people who cannot do so. Um, 
that's a lot of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can avoid it to some degree. It, things don't sort of immediately impact me in the way that they might somebody who has who faces more active discrimination in life. It comes up for me sometimes. Um, if somebody knows that I'm Jewish, sometimes they'll make remarks about that. Mm-hmm. It's only ever happened on that. It's never happened with respect to me being white or a guy. Uh, it's just with respect to that. So I have a small window into it, but for many other people, it's much worse. Right. You know, and and if if you if you have the ability to avoid that, then you are unusual. Um, just know that. You know, don't 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 feel like you're the default. I used to feel like I was the default as a white guy. It's kind of what we're socialized to to believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I thought that in kind of like a like a. It wasn't meant to be haughty. It was like that uh, self-deprecating because I'm I'm not so great. I'm just the average default <laughs> guy, right? <laughs> But there's a lot of there's a lot of advantages to that. Yeah, right. Yeah, if I, I, if I feel like I'm the norm, then all the things that I experience in life, I think that hey, everybody else has to deal with the same thing. No big deal, right? Yeah, Nothing's too bad. You know, but I, there are people right now who are being uh, interned in concentration camps for having run away from violence in their home countries and seeking asylum mm-hmm, in the U.S. Mm-hmm. They're being split away from their parents and from their kids right now. So mm-hmm. that's that is a wow. Hard to find a bigger. Direct right. thing, they can't avoid this stuff. And, and, and another thing too, I mean, I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, you know what? You should, why are you guys talking about this? Should be fighting games or whatever like that." It's impossible to avoid right now. There's, really, too, much, really. there's too much stuff happening right now. Seriously, I mean, if like on my phone every day, there's like some other crazy thing that's going on. You yeah, know what I mean, like don't I these... don't don't try. I mean, don't try to avoid it. You you have to live in this world like everybody else does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and if if you think that you can avoid it, you are wrong. But you're also Making it easier for people who want to do the things that at least that we don't like to do those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's an active choice that you make to to more easily more easily allow bad stuff to happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. By trying to ignore things. Yep. So. And we definitely already had like two hours and forty five minutes of fighting games. We time, talked a little so. bit about fighting <laughs> games tonight. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Okay. Well. Um. Uh, Obama, Clinton, and Bush did the same thing. Uh, is this with respect to to tearing families apart? If so, it did happen occasionally. It's mm-hmm. it's true, uh, mostly for lack of resources. At times, there were big spikes in the numbers of, of immigrants and asylum seekers, and in some of those instances, there wasn't enough money to to actually house everybody. So, so there were some splitting up of families. There was even a court case that required it in certain instances. But this is the first time that it's ever been active policy to do that is kind of the difference. Mm-hmm. So it's happening it, much more frequently, and it's happening as a direct, affirmative policy. It's not, it's not like, and it, it, we don't have enough money, we have to do this. It's, this is what we're doing. Right, and it's not in the law. So I know it's there's some really, people no. that said that it was something yeah. written to the law that was put in place during yeah. the Obama administration. It's not actually anywhere in the law. It is not. So there you go. So. We have been streaming for over three hours now. All right, well, we should probably get out. So, yeah. So, I've been drinking water. You, so have you. Yeah, I've been drinking tons of water. So, it's so funny because I've, I'm trying to drink less soda these days. And, and, and to be honest, even before I stopped drinking soda, I've been on a big water kick. I've been drinking water, like, all over the place. But nobody knows that. So, like, I was talking to my brother one time. And he was like, eh, it's not a bad thing to drink some water. I'm like, dude, I drink so much water. <laughs> it's ridiculous, dude. So, um, but, okay. Um... um 
uh, what was I just gonna say? Oh yeah, I don't. I feel like calling it evil is a way to escape too. It's, and it was the same thing with with all of the crappy stuff that's happened. That's that, that's a way to kind of think that it's not you, that it's somebody else doing stuff that 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 would never happen to you or somebody. It's sort of like a, it's it's the it's the past the buck. I feel mm-hmm. to call something evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, people aren't the people who are doing it don't feel that they're evil for sure. Very few people wake up and say, "I'm going to do evil stuff today." It's it's much more that they feel that they're scared, they're worried about the situation, for you know, oftentimes b- bigoted reasons, bad bad reasons. But they don't feel like they're actively being evil. I mean, all that's the case for almost all of the world's biggest worst people, <laughs> right? They don't actively feel like they're being evil. They feel like they're defending things. They feel like they're they're doing what they need to do to make themselves safe. Right. They're not. They don't consider themselves evil. They're just they humans. Feel like and, they're and doing I, the thing right. They're doing the right, right. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, if if you view them as being f- just as fully human as you are, you can kind of get a sense of how how easily this stuff happens. Mm-hmm. It's it's easy. It's happened. Uh, who knows how many times throughout history that gross stuff like this happens? Mm-hmm. Too many times to even count. Uh, and they're, they're all people doing that stuff. Mm-hmm. All humans. All right. Okay. Enough. Enough about politics here. So yeah. I mean, it's not that I don't want to talk about it or anything like that, but you know, it's going to get chat a little bit nasty as well. So hey, okay. Deal with it. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in and everything. Um, you're going to be doing the Blaze Blue thing this yes. weekend. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, that's so. Check out smash.gg/fates-crossing. Okay. F-A-T-E-S crossing. And it's also going to be streamed at twitch.tv slash wrath underscore TX. Right. And then also uh, tomorrow I should be continuing my 30th anniversary and finally getting to ST. And I might be streaming that for probably like 19 hours just talking about ST and stuff. I saw the super one. Yeah, that one I thought I was only going to spend time on super for like... 20 minutes and then I would do the rest on uh, Super Turbo but I ended up doing 3 hours on Super which yeah was I saw that <laughs> way longer than I should have it was so. interesting though I yeah, yeah, yeah but uh, Super Turbo is going to be really interesting because I'm going to try to keep it to as much just like this is the game stuff but then I'm going to start getting into strategies and combos and doing all sorts of crazy nonsense maybe cool so. Uh, but I should be able. I should be doing that tomorrow, so I should be back to streaming again after a week of break because of E3 and all that stuff cool. like that. So. Hey, hit me up if any of y'all want to play BB Tag. I am super down. Okay. Oh yeah, and the Alpha series will be right after that. Don't worry. So. All right. Yes, I will definitely finish Death Note at some point in time. Don't worry, Macross. Yep, I'm with you. You can't look away. See you later, y'all. the most I think I've ever seen you dance on this show. What? I've danced? I'm a dancer. Are you? You don't, you don't think I'm a dancer? I've never seen you dance before in my life. <laughs>